Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in bulky colored armor fighting <laughs> a monster and like some rock men. I mean, wait, of- is that right? Yeah, it's not right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue. Yep. I'm gonna argue with the use of the word fighting, but it's <laughs> well, okay. fighting. Well, it's What's fighting. Time? I mean, like they are. What? Whatever. Okay. Hi, I'm Zach, and joining me this week we've got Simon. Donut, so good, guys. <laughs> donut. We've got Luke. <laughs> yeah, I I had to wake up early to go see this movie before we recorded, and I'm just real tired, and I could use a, a big sugar rush and maybe some coffee, but I just don't know where I could go to get those things. <laughs> yeah, donut. They're really good. Yeah, where should I get a donut from, though? Mike, where should he where should he get donuts? <laughs> go to Tim Hortons. Um, drive up to Canada. Uh, that's right. too far away. I wonder if there's a place in my backyard that might have. The I can't think delicious. of a single other donut chain. <laughs> Wait, no, I got it. Dunkin' Donuts. Yep, you nailed it. Anyway, we've got Mike. Um, uh, would you please use my full name, uh, Mike, sponsored by Krispy Kreme? <laughs> this episode of Teenagers of Attitude is brought to you by Krispy Kreme. Whether it's a delicious sugary treat that you're after, or just a cup of our patented delicious coffee, Krispy Kreme is here to be part of your breakfast experience. Why did Krispy Kreme patent their coffee? I feel like and with hundreds of locations across dozens of states, you'll never be too I'm far away sure from co- one. The invention of coffee predates patent law, Luke. Guys, guys, can I, can I break kayfabe for a second? Uh-huh. Yeah. Does Krispy Kreme actually have their own coffee? Yeah, they like, do. They, yes, they, they do. Coffee. Okay. Uh, Matt's here, everyone. So, um, I was going to introduce myself, but y'all were going for like half an hour, and it seemed like a good thing. Also, I think I'm the only one that spotted the uh, fucking Gatorade power placement in this movie, because fuck that poser Powerade. That shit sucks. <laughs> fuck I definitely also Powerade. saw some Boston Market during one of the fight scenes, so... I didn't see oh, the Boston geez. Market, I saw the Gatorade. Uh, and we've got Joel. Matt's totally right about Powerade. Powerade sucks. Powerade is bad. I honestly, I'm shocked that you could see any other product placement for the fucking hills in this movie. Like, good lord. I've gotten really good at spotting product placement in movies. It's one of my superpowers. I have a long list of embarrassing superpowers. That's one of the less embarrassing ones. Well, let's definitely talk about that. We should definitely make clear for the listener here, like, in case they haven't watched the film oh. itself. Oh, yes, sorry. Krispy Kreme is fucking everywhere. They, they say the words so Krispy Kreme so many fucking times. I think times. they say Krispy Kreme more than they say Morph, to be honest. The climax takes place at a fucking Krispy Kreme. They say Krispy Kreme more than Haya in this movie. To, to be even more clear, and to step back another second, I don't think we said we're talking about the movie this week, so yeah, <laughs> no. we're talking about the Power Rangers movie. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> The 2017 Power Rangers movie. Who listens to this while at least looking at the title? (laughs) I mean... (laughs) There's a lot of Krispy Kreme in this movie. I want to talk about that as we get to it, because I really thought some of it worked and some of it didn't. I will say this. My favorite moment in the movie is a direct result of that product placement. Uh, Yeah, it's a good moment. If it's the one I'm thinking of, uh, then yes. It probably is, So let's... Here's... my plan for this week is we're, we're going to go through the plot here. So, and by the way, if you have not seen this, don't and you care about spoilers, like yep. do not listen to this. We're going to talk about everything in this movie. Now, I will say, yeah, absolutely, what Zach said, but also, uh, it's it's what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. for sure. There's not that much in here that I would be surprised yeah, let me, by. Let me put it this way: literally every single one of us ended up having the reaction we thought we were going to to this yep. movie. Yeah, this yeah. is true. So, so 
first of all, the biggest spoiler, I think, in the whole movie is A, something a lot of people predicted, mm-hmm. uh, and B, in the first 10 seconds, because we open <laughs> on Zordon in the Red Ranger suit, having gotten the shit kicked out of him. Uh, and guess what? Rita was the Green Ranger in the original Power Rangers team. Yep, yes. Everyone called it. It's, so, I mean... So, I know one minute in and we're doing pretty good. Like, I thought this was some yeah. interesting backstory. Yeah, the okay. idea of Zordon as the Red Ranger is something we talked about before. And, like, honestly, it makes a lot of sense. It's something that isn't in the original, but, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, right. Sure. So, so this works. is something we should probably talk about, like, right up front. So... Uh, both for long-time listeners and for anyone who maybe just went looking for a podcast that talked about this movie. Um, so this is normally a rewatch podcast. We've been going through the first season and a half of Power Rangers. And like the nerds that we are, we like to theorize and bullshit about like, you know, figuring out the the backstory of the show that's just around the fringes that they don't – like we speculate and, and theory craft and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so many, so many of our bullshit like fan fiction and predictions are – explicit canon in this movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. It is kind of ridiculous. Well, I think, I mean, honestly, I think probably the screenwriters of this movie probably did something a little similar to what we do, which is watch this show and try and wring some kind of coherent narrative out of it. Yeah. Uh, and there's only so much you can do with that. This movie, um, so we did a bonus episode on uh, the Mario movie not too long ago. Which was a bunch of screenwriters trying to make sense of something that is unfilmable, right? Yep. Like, there's yep. no p- plot. And, and, and they created one out of whole cloth, and it's insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not that, but it, there's a lot of this them trying. That. <laughs> no, this is, the, no, 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 no. As somebody who didn't like this movie, this movie's better than that. <laughs> no that way. Oh, man. I would watch the Super Mario Brothers movie over this no. any day. No, Mario Brothers movie is at least a beautiful train wreck. The reason I'm bringing it up is is because it has sort of a similar feel in that. 65 million years ago, dinosaurs walked the (laughs) earth. Oh my god, they could have used the same intro for this movie. Absolutely (laughs) could have. That's literally how this movie starts. Like, I expected an Italian voice to be like, but one day Zordon called down the media to strike the earth. (laughs) I mean, he literally did. So the deal yes. is, that is what happens. Uh, Zordon and his team have lost a fight in this Cenozoic area, era, as we are told by the opening, uh, like, credit, not yep. crawl, I guess. It's not really yeah. a crawl, but anyway. Chiron. Uh, um, yeah, Chiron, thank you. Uh, thank you, they, totally reprise. They get the shit kicked out of them, and Zordon calls. So this is confusing. Okay, in this movie, the Zeo Crystal exists, yeah. which is kind of cool. I, I, I thought yeah. that was neat. Okay, so so that's kind of a weird thing we can kind of touch on is like we mentioned we we've been watching Power Rangers up to the first year and a half. We've seen pretty much everything from the original show that is relevant here. We've seen the original Five Rangers. We've seen mm-hmm. the original Zords. That they've come and gone. Uh, you know, Tommy's powers are new now. Like just about everything that appears in this show is has come and gone. Uh, sorry, appears in this movie has come and gone by the time where we're at in in the original TV show. Except the Zeo crystals, yes. which don't show that's up for a long time. That's true. The Zeo right. crystal in the show is it, it starts as one crystal and gets broken up. Yep. But it's um it's like a source of good energy, which is yep. basically what it is in this. Basically, they say it's a source of life. Well, in this, it's more like the fucking Genesis device from Star Trek. Yeah. The difference in this is that we are told that 
every planet with life has a zeo crystal. Well, as yes. a piece of the zeo crystal, they still right. kept it as being a fragmented thing. Right. Yeah, and if it's destroyed, then everything on Earth uh, on that planet dies. So it's like creating life or sustaining it in some way, which is fine. I mean, it's a MacGuffin, yeah. whatever. Right. What, that's Who fine. gives a shit, yeah. The weird part is that a, is at the beginning... Zordon uses it as a weapon to smash yep. Rita, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know that he used the crystal to do that. I yeah, think no, they just he, had he a meteor no, on he, hand. He, yeah. he does, yeah, he casts a spell. Anyway, that's the impression I got. The thing is, he's apparently so worried about what Rita can do with the Zeo crystal, which is apparently to destroy all life on Earth and recreate life on a planet where she would want to do it. Uh, he's so worried about that that he calls down a meteor, which annihilates a high percentage yeah, so, of all life yeah, on Earth yeah. instead. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like, he radios Alpha and tells him to drop well, okay. the meteor. Okay, yeah. well, hold on. Does it obliterate all life on Earth? I thought that not, was... Not all life. No, but yeah. I, thought that, I mean, yeah. it killed the dinosaurs for sure. Yeah, like, but, like, I, th- I thought the implication... I was really confused by this, because how the fuck does Rita survive this? This is, like, ten atomic bombs. She's a magic super alien. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, okay, but, like, here's the thing... Right? They, like, punch and kick her, and she reacts later. She gets hit by the equivalent of, like, ten fucking atomic bombs. It does right. turn her into a weird zombie, though. Like, there yeah, is that. Like it, Mummy, like, but yeah. I, my interpretation was it basically killed her, but also she's basically immortal. So over the past, yeah. you know, 60 yeah. million years, she's been regenerating. I mean, fair enough. I've got bigger complaints. The thing is, like, you have to bear in mind, Matt, she is literally a witch. Right. She does a lot of shit well, that doesn't make sense, though? but she's... Yeah, we're dealing with space magic. So all the so here's something that I didn't notice on the first uh, first watch. Wait, hold on, that actually opens a question. How time bullshitty theory time? She's actually right because at the end of the movie, she says sooner or later they'll fail. If you can hit somebody with ten atomic bombs (laughs) and they don't die. You're fucked. Spoilers, I guess, but launching her into space probably isn't going to stop her. No, she's yeah. super not dead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. listen, there is a 100% chance that she crashes into the moon. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come yeah. on. So, so, yes. so let me let me uh, line this out. Yeah, because so it's something Rhea I wins. Didn't. It's just a matter of time. In what world? No, she doesn't, Matt. Uh, it, <laughs> she only needs case, time. Uh, so I didn't notice this the first time I watched this, uh, which, yes, I saw it twice. I had to take notes. Um, but sh- the aliens that make up Zordon's team are different aliens. Yep. They are. Yeah. Yeah. At, at least I don't know about all of them, but we see the Yellow Ranger. It, they do not look like Zordon does. Nope. Zordon looks different from Rita. So I, my guess is whatever species Rita is, just I don't know, has like regenerative powers, and apparently is powered like. By gold, by like the fucking aliens from Cowboys and Aliens, which right. is weird. But <laughs> I also assumed that she was kind of hey, like another a movie shape- I'd rather watch oh, than this one. Hold on, <laughs> I assumed that she was kind of like a shapeshifter or something like that because she can actually like al- she actually like alters her appearance about she does. She makes herself mm-hmm. look more like a human later. Yeah, yeah I think she's like a part shapeshifter or something. It's not really important. She seemed to be at points draining almost draining energy from people i wonder if she took more of a human form because she was killing people to regain Could be. her there's some there's some stuff in there here that supports that so let's move on because we're yeah we, it's not really important let's go yeah um so from there we cut to uh a- angel grove high school at night and we've got jason and some dude who never is nope. is not part some of the movie who whacked here's, off here's the bowl. stupid yeah he jerked <laughs> off yeah, the bowl, apparently yeah, that was that was a great way to 
introduce us to the modern era of this yes. story. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing. One thing I didn't expect to see in this movie, a bull semen joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're going to go straight to that kind of joke, like that needs to be in service of setting up this particular character as being like the idiot comic relief throughout the film. Yeah. You never fucking see this <laughs> character again. Yeah, no. I it doesn't get like, a name. I'm going to go further and say if you're going to do that, just don't do it. it it's a dumb joke. Like, just I, drop I, the joke. It's a bad I, joke. I saw, There's no situation in which that joke is worth keeping. I saw a lot of people, uh, like, who who described Jason's being in trouble as, like, because he jerked off a bull. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. it's a dumb side joke that, like, doesn't yep. need to be Jason's in, in trouble because he's an idiot asshole. Yeah, so, so here's yeah. the... What happens is that Jason and his friend have captured this bull and are tying it up in the locker room of Angel Grove. Pretty, like... It's a prank, it's whatever. Standard yep. prank, it's a, it's a senior it's a prank. See, it's a, yeah, it's a thing you see in sports movies yeah. a lot. The the thing the part where it goes wrong is that as we are going to see, Jason is like kind of a adrenaline junkie in this, which I think we've actually made a joke of before with Jason, where like he only really emotes when he's fighting things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh so anyway, he because he's a little bit unhinged in this version. But um, he's not a star of a Fast and Furious movie. Right. He gets into his car and takes off when the cops show up, and he yes. ends up getting into a pretty bad accident. And yep. also, like, ramming cop cars off the road. Right. Like, he, destro he destroys damage. about the same amount of property as a car chase in Fast and the Furious, but without getting away with it. Mm -hmm. Right. So, he is, um, he, basically, uh, the aftermath of this is, A, his leg is injured, and it's not clear if he was kicked off the team, like, because he did this or because he can't play. Almost certainly he got kicked off because he got in trouble. Like, yeah, yeah. there's no way a high schooler continues to be on the football yeah, team after he gets house There's, like, a few references to his, like, injured knee and, like, he has the knee brace at one point. Mm -hmm. They really probably couldn't decide which one it was going to be. Yeah, like, like it feels like, like an unnecessary, like, addition. Like, it's, I don't understand why I mean, it's why so you're... unnecessary that I missed it. Like, I didn't I, realize it, that was a Yeah, I didn't realize well. he had an injury. No, there's a point, like, when he has superpowers later, he, like, touches his knee and, like, holds up the knee brace. Oh, is that why he yeah. had that fucking yeah, knee yeah, brace? Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. idea is that he is healed by the powers. So that yes. that's why they did what it, to show you that. fuck? Yeah. So, um... So he gets in trouble, and now he has to go to, like, Saturday detention, I guess? In so order I assumed it was, like, summer school, Saturday detention. Yeah. Well, no, they, his, service, his dad exposits at us for, like, a minute about it. It's, <laughs> right. it's detention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And um, Jason's dad is, like, his sanity is hanging on by a fucking thread. He put I don't fucking everything into him. his hopes of Jason making it as a pro footballer, and now his whole world is shattered around Simon, him. Simon, that's, that's stock I know, that's American hero. Dads for you. Well, that's just stock teen movie hero tropes yeah. number three. So let's yeah, talk right. about Jason for a little bit here. We can okay, have you seen a teen movie before? Because... That's all you need. It's <laughs> yeah. So, no, no, so, no, you don't even need to be that vague. Have you seen Varsity Blues specifically? Yes. Right. So that's, so that's the thing is that Jason's character is he is rebellious for what Matt described as no reason. I would kind of disagree. This dude, this is somebody I've seen before. He is someone yeah, in every who, other movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> in in other movies, but also in real life. Like, mm -hmm. this is a dude who is from a small town. Mm -hmm. uh, his 
he is like he's the quarterback and he's like the quote unquote hero. Right, except like the, also the, town, the the everyone in the town knows who he is. Yeah. Right, except that also like Yeah, they make a point of the fact that everyone like Jason Scott is a celebrity to the point where we actually hear his full name Jason Scott probably more often than we hear him there just is a called scene Jason. In which people are just saying his name as he's biking through town. Right, but also apparently, at least to everyone else, he is so like here's what you're going to do. You're going to be do football. You're going to go to college to do football. And then you're going to be pro football player because like, there's a scene later where his dad is like, well, now is he even going to do with his life? He may as well just kill himself. And I was, I'm well, like, Jesus. Okay. Like, I mean, well, let's be real. I Jason's mean, a, what? Go ahead. They, they have a heart to heart talk in the truck. And then, and then yeah. uh, Jason is like, I don't want your life. So, you don't understand me. Jason's a fucking asshole. I mean, Jason's a teenager and he is shitty, but I would say that, like, I know people like this in terms mm-hmm. of uh, when you have your parents define, like, what you're going to do your whole life. Right. Like, tend- it's not it's not that it's not a believable character. It's just a character that has been done a million times. Like, I'd- yeah. Also, they really want us to be, they really want us to feel sympathy for this character. It's like, you were ramming fucking cop cars off the Yeah, I, I think they yeah. go a little a hard on that stuff. a 90 mile an hour chase, and you want us to talk about poor Jason? Like, fuck off. I, I think it was like a 15 mile an hour chase, because he's definitely Yeah, you're exaggerating a bit, yeah. Yeah, or, no, that's actually fair, but like, still, like, fuck And he was guy. not running cop cars off the road, he like, bumped into one as he was pulling out to drive away. Right. But, so, so I, I we'll talk about well, it a little bit we'll later. We'll talk about it, we, yeah, we'll talk about it later, but this isn't like the first time he does this. I end up, I end well, up sure. really like, really liking this version of Jason, but Oh my he, god, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> but we'll he talk sucks. about why later. I so, like him um, too. Really fucking bad. <laughs> I like him too, but it's because of what he does later in the movie. Right? Yes. Right exactly. Yeah. No, he's like he fucks up real bad. This is not good. And it's almost movie... like he continually fucks up throughout the entire movie. But magical bullshit magic covers well, his ass the entire fucking time. Well, let, let's talk about it later. But like yeah. his arc is that he continues to fuck up. That is like yeah purposeful. But we'll we'll talk about why later. So, okay, um, he, uh, he goes to school, and he meets up with uh, Billy Cranston, who, yes. uh, by the way, uh, you were right, Luke, he yeah. is yep. autistic. Yep. Yeah, um, fucking called that. Now, this is something we'll have to talk about, and I want to preface this by saying, if you are autistic or know someone who's autistic and think that this, is portray- this portrayal is offensive... That is absolutely you're right. Like go 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 for it. That's that's fine. I personally thought that this was not bad. Um, I I, I feel completely unqualified to make any kind of judgment call. If it's I good felt or bad. Well, how I felt about its portrayal is meaningless. Right. Yeah. yeah. In that's theory, true. I'm all for like just having characters with like traits that aren't normally portrayed in Hollywood and just be being characters and like that not being a big deal. I feel like that's a good thing, but yeah, it sure. really depends on if they do the character well and I'm not qualified to say if they did or not. Well, yeah. what I'll say is that I don't think that this, that Billy is portrayed as like being autistic is his character. Mm-hmm. That's I true. Yes. Good. And I think that that is 
sadly kind of unusual for characters of this type. I feel like yeah. usually a character who is autistic, like that's their whole deal. I don't think they do that with Billy. Um, it, and, and Billy is also not like constantly talking about, I wish I wasn't autistic, like blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he doesn't really sure. seem to, be, to care about there that. There's that weird gag where he talks about how he cramped, uh, how he got his nickname. Yes. Bill, Billy, cram- Billy crams. Yeah, uh, he, kids thought he was. Kids, it's just kids called him Billy Crams Tons, as in Billy Crams Tons of uh, crayons up his, up his ass. ass. Yep. Which he is quick to point out he did not do. Is just something because that's that impossible. Kids called yeah, him. Right. That, it's yeah. just that's not a funny or clever joke. Yeah, and, it's like it's not offensive. And it's they just... they linger on it in that moment for so long, and then they call back to it later. Someone on that writing team thought they wrote such a good joke, and yes. it's just yeah. stupid. I, I and I'm just like, <laughs> well, it, I, I think it kind of depends on how you're supposed to approaching that. Like, I don't think it's necessary because here's the thing: if the idea is that that is a, a bad insult that a kid in school would give yeah. to another kid in school, that yeah. makes sense. Accurate. Um, and like, and the fact that Billy doesn't realize, like, hey, maybe this isn't something you should bring up when you meet a new person. Right, like, but yeah. I kind I also buy that, and the the way he lingers on it underlines his awkwardness and everything. But yeah, but it's clearly like it's clearly being framed as a joke, and like yeah. show of hands, who actually thought it was funny? A lot of I people mean, not, in both of my showings laughed. I did I not hate think it was you, great. All yeah, of same. these fucking people. The, the part okay. I I actually like when he almost says that to Zordon, and Jason is yeah. like, Billy, not the time, buddy. Like, no, <laughs> stop it. Yeah, I feel like that part was the real that, joke. I, f- I feel yeah. like that was a good payoff. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, they could have done that payoff with a better setup. Yes. Sure, totally, yes. Um, but Billy's thing is that he... Uh, he's The reason I like Billy in this, and I think a lot of people have, have said they liked Billy the most of, of the characters. Um, huh. He is. Yeah. <laughs> that's not. Oh, I don't have a major problem with that, actually. But go on. Uh, well, the reason I really like Billy in this is because he's not. He's lonely, but he's not like sad or like constantly like oh woe is me. Like or, that's sure. not or his conversely character. clingy. Right. Yeah. That's the other way you yeah. typically go with that. Like, he wants friends, but he's not, like, helpless. Like, I, right. I like that about him. And also, I think he's funny. I mean, I think the dude who's playing Billy is excellent. That's the yeah. one thing I'll say. Yeah, no, I'll say sure. I'll say this. Thoughts about characters themselves aside, all the actor, like, principal actors did a good oh, job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would absolutely agree with that, yeah. actually, even as a person who didn't like the movie. I, I hope they all go on to have better careers than most people associated with a Power Rangers product would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I, I feel like Obviously, people have different feelings about Billy the character, and I feel like whether or not people consider this to be a good thing is probably going to be different from person to person, even in this little like discussion here. But I think it's pretty safe to say that they set up Billy to be kind of the heart of the movie. Right, yes. and I was going to say, as far as characters being the heart of the team or whatever, I've seen it done a lot worse than this. Billy is sure. so explicitly the heart of the team that they hit the nail a little too hard on the head later. But yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, he is... He is Everyone likes Billy. All of the team members like Billy. And that is something they set up, which yeah. is nice. Um, but he's not the team. That's the other thing is that, like, sometimes these these types of characters, uh, like autistic characters, will be treated. Sometimes people call it, like, the team pet. 
which is this really like sort of condescending way right, that people right. act about uh, autistic characters sometimes. I don't think it's that. Uh, again, no, I think, yeah, yeah. Listen, but I, also, also, in the event that anyone thinks we're overstating this, they explicitly bring this up in the movie. Yes, it's they do. Game. Yeah, B- Billy says the words "I'm on the spectrum." Yeah, Billy tells Jason like b- when they're. When they go to the quarry in a minute, Billy basically gives him his life story um, and says, you know, I used to come to the quarry with my dad. Uh, I'm on the spectrum. Like, this is really all I used to like. This is I'll I'll say this. The line he uses for that was decent, I thought, where he says, yeah, because he says it's a diagnosis. It's not who I am. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so let's, let's introduce Kim real quick before we move on with the plot. Uh, so yeah, we should also say just like someone is bullying Billy and Jason slaps him and yep. uh, Billy is happy that someone stood up for him and he tries to, you know, he talks Jason into hanging out with him and that's yep. that's why they're butt. Yeah. The reason yeah. Jason initially agrees to hang out with him is Jason's under house arrest and Billy has a tech workaround. Done. Yes. yes. Yeah. There you go. So uh, we are introduced. I actually to- do kind of like the scene that of Billy implementing the tech workaround. Yeah. Yeah. Because, we'll talk- like- let's talk about that in a second. So yeah, we'll sure. get there. So. So Kim is uh, a she used to be a cheerleader. She's a she's an ex mean girl, uh, mm-hmm. and her biggest. This is actually the character I personally I don't think is bad, but it was the her weakest, biggest weakest character like motivation and. Mm-hmm. Well, I think her motivation is fine, but later she describes what is her biggest like character arc like we don't see it she just tells us that it happened which is Mm. kind of a bummer Mm -hmm. um but yeah the deal is that she goes to the bathroom because she gets a text and two of uh her previous cheerleader friends are like you fucked you fucked us over we hate you don't come back to cheerleading practice they performed um, the ritual of the tearing of the photograph. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah oh my god, that was like and just stab that photo into what a mirror? Yeah, oh my With god, scissors! Like, I'll give Neither them the this. That was so ridiculously over the top. I kind of yeah. liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly didn't catch that. That's pretty funny. They one they, thing what? I did want to s- uh, no, she the one cheerleader, sort of the sidekick one, takes out a photo of them. Cuts, cuts it in half to cut Kimberly it. out of it. Yeah. And then she puts the photo against the wall and stabs the scissors through it to hang it up on the wall next to the mirror. Yep. <laughs> okay, that's pretty fucking funny. Well, okay. One thing I did want to say in terms of visuals, mostly I think this movie's kind of boring visually. Yes. Um, but one thing I did like is Jason like walks into the high school and it's like all white and like even the lockers are just a slightly darker shade of white it's a neat like kind of striking look the way the high school is shot when he's coming in for like saturday school or whatever is it just really emphasizes the emptiness of this building like yeah yeah he is in school when nobody else is in school except like the bad kids and like the high school looks like a mirror's edge level and i think that's kind of neat and if that sort of uh, like style had, or, or any kind of style had really permeated throughout the rest of like the town and all that. I think it would have been much better. This yeah. movie does not have high opinions of small town America. I don't know no. if you like, caught that, but yeah, the idea um, one, of like fuck this place is is all through this movie. Sorry, I mean, I grew up in a small town and fuck that town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, my small Kinda town was fine. Out. No, I'm mostly kidding. I kind of, I mean, I wouldn't want to live there, but I'm I have fucking not. <laughs> Matt, go ahead. Fuck. Um, fucking. Uh, one thing to quickly point out: 
Jason gets driven to the school by his dad. His dad is pissed, calls him a fuck-up, basically. Jason says, I don't want your life. And he asks him why he didn't do the thing. And just couldn't be, like, not an asshole. And Jason says, because I'm a douchebag, fuck you. And <laughs> he fucks sa- right off. He says... No, because this says, movie didn't get the R rating. He couldn't drop the F-bomb. He says, I don't yeah, think I'll true. ever understand you. And and Jason's like, yeah, probably. That's basically the conversation. Yeah. Um, Dad's like, why did you have to fuck everything up for no Yeah, no, th- that conversation... Conversation was ninety percent just here's here's the setup for what's gonna happen. Here's just a quick overarching thing with Jason's dad. Jason interacts with his dad so little in this movie <laughs> yeah. that when we we get to the big action set piece at the end and like there's this whole thing about Jason's dad like fucking shows up to the dad. monster. Yeah, Jason's dad shows up to the monster attack for no fucking reason, basically, and Jason's got to go save him. And it's supposed to be this big culmination of, I guess, Jason's arc. But it doesn't work because I don't give a shit about his dad. Jason's dad sucks. Like yeah. whether or not you like Jason or not. So like, here's here was my here was my exact thoughts during that scene. Okay, hundreds of people dead, like dozens of buildings destroyed. But thank God Jason's dad is still alive. It's a win, guys. Dad is alive. Yeah, but- yeah. and like Jason's dad, that we've Jason- seen maybe. Actually, that's the thing is, um, there was a scene. I thought for a while that we only saw Dad Jason's dad twice before the finale, but it took me to figure out a little times. while that yeah he's actually in that scene with like the fisherman like I it took me a while actually, like there's more I had that. to piece the, backwards oh no he's seen when he is, tells Jason about the the truck he can repair and stuff where it seems yeah. like he's yeah, kind another, of making another an scene end. that yeah. seemed like it was going to be setting something up and then went absolutely also nowhere. Jason's dad nowhere. is the one who fucking finds Rita like I don't know if you guys noticed yeah. that yeah, yeah no that we guy. did. It's just, yeah. and no, the I best didn't. scene that Jason's dad is in is when he makes a joke to the cop, like, yeah, weird, it smells bad in a fishing boat, good point. Like, that's the only <laughs> yeah, time see, I like Jason's dad. I didn't realize that was Jason's dad, I thought yeah, it was I a did. random fisherman. I, like, if you're gonna complain that Jason's dad is a bad character, well, I guess in terms of, like, characterization, I don't think yeah. he's a bad character, I think he's a shitty dad. Like, he yeah. is, but Jason's a shitty kid. Yeah, so I'm not, I again, whether you like... I don't even like, think it's so they just deserve that. deserve each other, I guess? Is that what you're saying? We, yeah. don't, yeah. we don't see Jason's dad enough to become invested in him, right. so we don't care when that big moment at the so, end happens. So, in any case, here's, here's what... Speaking of Jason's dad, we cut back to Jason's house. Jason is thinking about Billy's offer to go hang out, and he Then his dad, his dad walks in. Yeah, yeah. he sees his dad, and then he hears his dad talk, be like, well, what's Jason even going to fucking do with his life? Blah, blah, blah. And then he uh, breaks one He's of his He's not trophies. on the high school football team yeah. anymore. How can someone have a successful life when they're not on the high school football so team? So in this movie's universe, Angel Grove is in Texas, I assume? Yeah, right. apparently. He breaks his okay, trophies. You know, a fishing a town weird, in Texas. But. This is a weird kind of thing, because, like, Angel Grove is portrayed as both, uh, like, a mining town and a fishing town i mean that's i mean not... there's a gold mine but so so okay let me say something real quick because movie bob had that complaint and i want to yep. real quick say there are plenty of towns that are both of those things the idea that this is impossible sometimes is rare minerals confusing. are deposited near the coast like yeah. Yeah. yeah, although I think more specifically, because I watched Movie Bob's review after watching it, and I'll just touch on that, I think his point was more, they were very cheaply invoking middle America on decline imagery for no real meaningful payoff. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that was that was the argument, was, uh, was that, like, it was basically both of those things individual are shorthand for this is a dying small town. Sure. Yeah. And I they mean, just couldn't decide which to go with, so they split the difference. I mean, okay... 
I get it, but at the same time, they made a Power Rangers movie where the most lo- important location in the film is the quarry. Right. So, like, uh, no, the most important no, location in the okay, movie sorry, is the Krispy Kreme. Second Queen. most important after Krispy Kreme. Good point. God, the most important location in the movie actually is a motherfucking Krispy Kreme. Yep, it Jesus is. Okay, Christ. so so he decides, all right, fuck this. Like my dad is shit. I'm leaving. He goes to Billy's house. I really like this scene. Billy is t- talking about like, I'm gonna take you to the quarry. We're gonna hang out. It's gonna be a good f- fun time. Uh, and like he's deactivating this uh ankle bracelet but, but he doesn't not, explain yeah he's not what explaining he's what he's doing at all right so jason is freaking out the entire time and then it turns over to six o'clock which is when jason's curfew is and it just blinks seven. green or seven thank you no it's, and it's, he's it's, just... it's zach's on the east coast so it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it literally doesn't matter oh my god I, I, i'm no, glad that you stopped the momentum of this narration to clear up a minor <laughs> inconsequential detail it's just one hour in a plot point that is addressed once who fucking cares Move so the on. trade-off for this is that jason agrees to drive billy up to the quarry because billy used to go there with his dad and and like find artifacts mm-hmm. um so, i i do want to say the re the reason I pointed out that it was seven is I do kind of feel like the exact timeline of this is kind of important because this movie, because it's supposed to be a more realistic grounded take on what happens in the show, there's a problem that hangs over the show that is exacerbated here. And it's how do these kids have time to do all these things? They learn martial arts in 10 days. Yeah. 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 While also like having school and having like detention and then Saturday detention. Yeah. And just, yeah. Like so, if if we're if we're if we're working with the idea that like, fucking just, like when when Jason went to go see Billy, and again like when like Billy sorted out the problem pretty like right away, so it would have been been about seven p.m. So we don't know exactly like how long after school detention is. I feel like if you're worrying about this much detail, you can't watch any movie because every single <laughs> yeah, movie I, I get this. that, but look, look the I th- I think that sort of like sort of like working backwards from that. It implies that like after school detention probably runs pretty late into the evening. No, it's not after school. It's a Saturday, so he yeah, probably they, they they're no. Here's the thing: they go to detention over and over again throughout the course of this film. It's not just oh, Saturday right. detention; yeah, it's and also the, and regular. The film detention. gives an explicit eleven day like yeah, timeline. yeah, right. eleven day so, timeline. Which where, okay, a couple things. First, the eleven day timeline is the eleven days before Rita the time when Rita pops up on the fishing boat to the big conflict at the end. First, where the fuck do they get eleven days? Alpha calculated Alpha that somehow. Alpha just knows yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah, but like, why do they even explicitly bother fucking stating because that? Like, it because it establishes it, that they have very little time to figure all this shit out and adds. Uh, a sense I mean, of you urgency. know, fair enough. But bigger fish to fry. Other things about this, like the the timeline. Okay, Mike, go ahead. I'm fucking. Spoiling. Yeah, I was I just, the, the basic the thing I was just trying to get to is that this kind of implies that maybe like after school detention probably ends like. Maybe somewhere around six, uh, which and if they're in school from whatever I'm fucking sure hour in the morning, there's only one scene during the montage where they're in detention. Yeah, there's the one scene where. They, oh, I guess that's just the next Saturday. The, like, maybe start a band Saturday, thing. right? Yeah. yeah, I think they only do go once. No, think about it. So they go to detention at the start. I guess we're laying out the timeline of this film now. Yeah, because okay. they go to the quarry Saturday night. Yep. Then they go back to the quarry on Sunday. Sunday. And, and then it's 11 days after that. So Wait a second. No, yes. no, no. They fucked up. 
Because Alpha, when they're down in the spaceship and we're jumping way ahead, he goes, what is today, Monday? They jumped a day, so that's a problem. (laughs) No, they, they didn't jump a day. They specifically say, we slept all day yesterday. Kim oh, you're says, right. They took a whole day I to sleep. I slept all day yesterday. They slept it off. That's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Monday they go back to the quarry. Then they have 11 days. There's the one scene in the montage where they're in detention, like throwing the note at each other. Yeah, which... I think that's it. I think they only go back. And once. then they have detention at the very end in the post credits thing. Yeah. I could. I could have sworn they got. They went back to detention multiple I times. Don't, but I don't. I don't think they did. In, in, in no, no, case... they do. They do because, like, in the morning when uh, Jason and Kimberly are kind of having their freak out. Because, like, oh, shit, we're really strong now. Right. Uh, like, they met up in detention, didn't they? No, they met up in the hallway. They met up in the cafeteria. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. They meet in the cafeteria because you get that really weird scene. Someone says they slept through a whole day, so they slept through Sunday. They slept through Sunday. So so the timeline actually makes more sense than I thought it would before we started this conversation. So 11 days after Monday would be the Friday the week after. That would be where the climax of the movie. And then they went to detention after the the climax, and that's when Tommy Oliver gets introduced. There you go. Spoilers. Suck it, Mike. (laughs) Also, to answer Joel's question for Mike, how do you watch any movie? Um, Movies that operate with a large degree of self-awareness don't demand to be taken super seriously. Unlike, well, the grim dark reboot of fucking man. I don't think this movie is grim dark at all. It's not grim dark. Like, I mean, not it involves Rita Repulsa by way of Helena bon- Bonham Carter killing, murdering people, and like blowing up cities. Rita fucking bum fights in this movie. Okay, and let, kills let's let's talk about it when we get out their teeth. Let's talk and about it when we get there. And there's a bully who specifically targets the autistic mm. kid, like. My ass. Okay, dude, like, all right, let's move on. Let, let's continue, and we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. So we, we go to the quarry. Um, Jason is, uh, like, talking to Billy, and Billy gives his kind of his life story. And Jason's, like, in, in a move I kind of like, is like, dude, this is weird. Like, I drove with you <laughs> To the middle of nowhere. To a I'm, restricted area where they'd be in a lot of trouble if somebody caught them. I'm carrying your, like, science equipment around, and we met yesterday. Like, no, yep. earlier today. Yeah, yep. yes, we we met earlier today. This is really weird. Can I go now, please? <laughs> <laughs> and Billy is can I, like... Can I take your van and go, because that's the deal? Yeah, he, no, he that promised was somehow him... the deal was Jason gets to yep. borrow the van for a few hours, and then I suppose yep. has to go Ben pick Billy back up. Right. I, yeah, that's, that's what I that, thought it was. That is yeah. the, well, Jason was Jason was real close to just fucking stealing it though. Yeah. Right. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, if he could if he had the chance to leave town forever, yeah, he was going to do that. Y- yeah, so so he he ditches Billy. He says like I'm going to take the van for a couple hours. I'll come get he you. He literally just walks away while Billy's talking and says bye Billy. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, by the way, just going to state right now, this is a new TWA theory right now. Uh, the van is this movie's version of the Radbug. I choose to believe that Billy <laughs> privately mean, calls this van the Radbug. It's as good an adaptation of something from the show as anything else in this movie. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, we get uh, – now we get a scene of a thing, both a thing that I hate and a thing that I like, which is uh, Jason is just, like, walking back towards the van and uh, – as a lot of old quarries have, there's like a big um, pool of water, basically. And yep. uh, he sees Kimberly, uh, who's about to take a dip, and we get a gratuitous uh, bikini shot of Kimberly, which I don't like. 
This and is yeah. just they, yeah to make a joke this that is, she, um, her her bra is pink. Get it? Get yeah. it? Uh, also yeah. sexy. Also, yes. is it though? Yeah, it's pink. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, it the light pink, since yeah. it was being shot at night at a like body of water, the lighting was not great for that joke. Well, you know, but, it's yeah. But but joke. How is that a joke? Not what really a joke. Yeah, it's, joke it's, was joke was the wrong word. It's right. just a wink just at the camera, I guess, or for that by way of titties, right. whatever you want to call it. But the part I like is that uh, Jason, she like stays under longer than he expected, and yep. Jason, again, he's kind of a dick in this early stuff. Um, but he does stop the bully from fighting Billy, and for some yep. reason he thinks she's drowning, so he gets ready to jump in and save her. Well, she she goes under the water, and he doesn't see her come back up. Right, she apparently yeah, so. surfaced somewhere he couldn't see. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, this scene is basically, she gets out, uh, they talk for a while. They, they have another, talk. one of the most generic conversations. It's very, like, yeah, I... I I do like Kimberly. Fuck this town. I'm going to run away. Right. Yeah. I well, do maybe like you should. Yeah, this well, maybe too. so yep. should you. Run away well, I dare you. Me. Where I double top dare you. I'll steal Billy's van. So I actually like Kimberly here in terms of acting. She's, I mean, she's very sarcastic. She's uh, like, you know, oh, yeah, right. You're Jason Scott, like uh, hero of the, you know, whatever. Go Tigers. Whoop-de-doo. Like she's, she's got some good uh, snark. But Wait, it is we, a super. What are Angel Grove's colors? Because we they had that page, right? If they're blue and white, I think. Ha! The, the white tigers. Y- yes, actually, I think they are in fact the white tigers. So, uh, white ranger tiger power is their yeah. team motto, presumably. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they have this conversation, and then uh, Billy apparently is not content to just um like look for artifacts he fucking blows up the side of a He mountain. brings explosives to this the go- the least well guarded gold mine in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah. we, we we didn't really talk about like the ideas that Billy used to come up here with his dad and dig around and look for stuff and his dad's dead now. Yeah, isn't he like talking to himself when he's like yes. setting up the exp- he, he's yeah, talking he's to like- his dad actually. Yeah, he Yeah. He talks. He talks like he's talking to his dead dad sometimes, and I think the implication is that his dad used to work in the mine. Yeah. Yes. It, it used to work in the mine, or was like a spelunker or something like Billy that. Billy. Ba- really Later, we get our Breakfast Club scene, and Billy basically says, "Like the only person who like really understood me and liked me is my dad, and he's gone now. But that's okay because I have you guys now. So like he is like he in this scene, he's like, Dad, I'm gonna make you proud. I'm gonna find some cool shit." Apparently by blowing up the side of this mountain, which yep. is fine. I, I liked it. He blows up the side of the mountain. Um, oh, sorry. Right before this, we get a super quick introduction to Zach and Trini. Yep. Trini is uh, doing like... Tai Chi. Yoga. Uh, I mean, doing, she's doing like Tai Chi, yoga, something like that. Sorry while listening to heavy up. metal, which I get it, appreciated. Funny. I mean, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> um. This movie has a bad habit of going for like the most obvious, obvious joke fucking at, joke at ev- possible. At obvious joke and obvious like dramatic notes. Right, right. that's it's just true. Juxtapositions of stuff that you see coming a mile away. Like, it's, just, yeah. it's not a very original movie. I won't. I won't argue with that. I, I think a lot of whether you like this movie or not is like, are you willing to go with 
are you willing to give it the benefit of the doubt? And I think that that sort of fits fits with the fact that we all pretty much liked it about as much as we expected to. Right. So yeah, um, I guess to me it's not a benefit of the doubt thing. It's that this is, and you know, we're, I'm, we're talking. We're I, talk more about I think it later, I'm going to agree with your point one one here I, because I think I know what you're about to say. It, this is just like generic Hollywood action mm-hmm. movie yep. number seven with a Power Rangers Power coat Rangers of paint. Coat of paint. Yep. Exactly. If, None of if us this would give a fuck was, about this movie. Yeah, the Power only Rangers thing on that title. makes this movie worth even like taking a second look at is the Power Rangers branding. And now let's be real, um, because actually some of you have made some good arguments in favor of this movie. The movie's not bad. Mm-hmm. I've seen right, it's way fine. worse movies. Yeah, it's fine. That's actually my, it's a- part of my problem with it was it wasn't bad enough to enjoy on a, like, hate watch level or ironic level or whatever you want to call it, enjoying a bad movie. And it wasn't good enough to enjoy on its own. It was just... So the thing yeah. for generic... And, and I mean, it has... And can, can I say something? Yeah, it has ahead. a couple of moments that definitely rise above the top. Like yes. I think some of the I think some of the character stuff is actually really good. I really like Zach a lot. Yeah, Zach. Some great. of the later stuff with Rita is really really fucking funny. Yes. And then it also has stuff that falls well below the bar, like Rita killing homeless people for some. Fucking I kind of I kind of like bumfighter Rita. I'm so- <laughs> I just it is, I so- I kind of like. I mean, I fucking laughed because that is so ill conceived. So <laughs> I kind of would have seen. Rita Repulsa, uh, like, riding the boxcars, you know, just <laughs> so riding the rails. I would like to see the Rita Repulsa from the show doing that, yes. I don't want to see this Playing fucking harmonica, you know, doing it. So I don't, so I don't disagree with you, Matt. What I'll say is that I, I, I think that in terms of, like, in terms of the plot of this movie, yeah, it couldn't be more generic. I think that the, for me, and this is, like, super, super uh, subjective, I feel like the characterization and acting of those characters puts it above that for me. Like, I really like it because I think they do a good job with the characters. I mean, a well, a well acted generic script is still generic. Yeah, but, yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is I don't care. Like, and the thing about it, yeah, but like, if we're going to, we're going to view this more, I'm going to view this more critically. I feel free to disagree, disagree, whatever. no big deal. But like I'm t- being more I'm going I'm being more critical about this. Like this movie like there's just not a lot here. Yeah. And it's not really exceptionally good or exception like it's not it, you can take something generic and do it like really exceptionally well. A great example of that is a show of like Band of Brothers, which is a super stock World War II narrative, but like that show is amazing. Because the acting and the cinematography and the music and just the script are so fucking good, even if it literally is just sad times in World War II with shooty boys. That's that's that show. It's really fucking good, though. But something like this, it's like, who gives a shit? Well, I, I, and again, I think that that's like, because the plot is, is pretty generic, I feel like whether you think it's good or not is going to be even more subjective than normal, because... To me, I thought the character stuff was super good. But if you don't, then there's no, like, then the plot isn't going to save you. I'll, like, I'll say, uh, Matt is bringing me around to liking this movie less. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Shit, yes. I wasn't even. That is some paradoxical shit because I'm warming on it slightly, actually. <laughs> I think that describes the dynamic of the show perfectly. <laughs> as a counterpoint, I'll say that. 
this movie, the way like this, I I thought first first of all, it, it has been said, but the actors are really good in this, yeah. and I think the I script no is also really fun. It's you know, it's not uh, it's not perfect. It's not what I would call a smart movie. I guess I could no. say, but it's no. but, it but it's 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 well made problem. enough, and I think. It's long. It's a long movie. It's too long. I will agree with this. It's, but it's half an hour too long. Yes, generously. but I think the build-up and the progression towards the climax of this movie is exciting enough that it totally kept my attention the I whole way. I think the banter and build of the characters works really well. Yes. I, yeah. Some of the banter was... Yes. Some of it was good, I'd say. Was, Matt, go ahead. Or Mike, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, I kind of want us to get back on track yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. Speaking yeah. of the and we've barely scratched the surface. Well, we've also yeah. talked about say, a lot of stuff that we can... T- we're, we're getting there. So. Can we stop talking about the fact that we're off track and get on track? Yes, okay. So, okay. Yeah. okay. Speaking of characters, we also meet Zach in this scene. Who's yes. weirdly stalking Trini. It's not, yeah, it's, it's, not it's not really stalking. It's because he lives in that area, and he's like, "Why is yeah. this chick like in my front lawn?" Yeah, he it, he's basically like, "She's here every night. Like, she's never at home. That's weird. Who are yeah. you?" That's all we not, get of he's Zach. He's not really. there because she's there. He's there because he hangs out there, and he's just seen that she does too. Yeah, yeah. Admittedly, the framing at the start of this is pretty confusing, but unlike a lot of confusing stuff, they actually explain this. Okay, yeah. I thought he lived yeah. in a box car, and I was like, boy. Yeah, at first, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> I, I thought Zach was homeless. Yeah, Basically, both Zach and Trini, independently of both each other and the rest of the group, like to hang out in this quarry just as a way to get away from it all. Because yeah. because both of them don't want to be around their family for di- very, very different reasons. Very, yes. very so, different reasons. Okay. Also, I'm... Yeah, well, yeah. Let's move on. So there's an explosion. All five of these characters rush to Billy, and absolutely nobody else. Even though we've seen there are other people at this quarry, like working. Uh, So Zach immediately, and we're gonna find this out, is that Zach is like out of his fucking mind, basically. Like he's Zach is all impulse. He's the guy who does what his id tells him to do, and that's it in this movie. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing with Zach. I I think the sense we're supposed to get is. This whole, like, I'm a wild man, I'm a wild card, and I do whatever my gut sells me. That is, like, a deliberate thing that Zach takes Oh, it's on. all an act. Like, yeah. That- yeah, it is an act. And I think what it is, is he he is deliberately, and we'll get into it, but basically Zach's mother has a terminal illness, mm-hmm. which is why he spends a lot of time yeah. away from the house. And to cope with that, he has deliberately adopted a sort of rebellious nihilism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach is... Um, go ahead. You see, I actually think, first off, Zach's far and away the best ranger in this movie, by a mile. I like him a lot, too. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Um, I don't think that's necessarily like a deliberate nihilism thing, so much as he's just cooped up with a terminally ill person whom he genuinely loves and is shown as, like, showing real genuine care for, but, Mm -hmm. like, if you spend a shitload of time caring for somebody who basically need to wait on hand and feet, like, yeah... When you get out and you're going to start, he's a thrill seeker as a result. Basically. Right. I think. Yeah. I think some yeah. of it too is like his heart to heart moment, or whatever. He talks about the reason he can't stay there is because he's so worried about like what if the worst happens? How will I cope? With yeah. That? No. And so I think no, it's he's a really shitty situation. Occupy his mind with stuff that will consume it so fully that he can't think about those things. So Zach yeah. is Zach is probably the most relatable character for me, and like I don't want to get super bummer on this but when i was in high school uh i was dating a girl who had cancer and i could not bring myself to visit her in the hospital as a teenager it was 
fucking almost impossible to make myself go do that because it was so scary. And Mm -hmm. the idea that Zach just straight up says, like, I love my mom. And because I love my mom, like being around her all the time, like scares me. So I go do weird shit and like Mm -hmm. leave the house. And I think that's like really well done in this. Like, Zach doesn't get a ton of time, but like, Mm -hmm. okay, so in a second, they're going to go on this crazy chase and... Jason's gonna be like, are you out of your fucking mind? And Zach's like, yeah, I am. And I think that I like that later we're, we're given this like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still Zach. Like, I'm still a little wild, but a lot of this is because like, I just, it's a good teenager character. I'll say, I'll say this. They could have just left it at that and like not really delve deeper into it. Right. And but they gave him, like, an actual really good characterization reason for the way he acts like he does in a way that makes him flawed, but still definitely, like, most assuredly sympathetic. So speaking Unlike of- Jason, who's just a fucking asshole. <laughs> so speaking of being flawed, uh, we see the these, after this explosion, there are these pieces of rock that have the power coins in them. These are and because pieces of Zach- crystallized pastries. Because they're right. Danishes, magical Pastry Danishes. Pastry is not unlike the ones you can find in your local neighborhood Krispy <laughs> Kreme. Oh my god. <laughs> no. And because Zach Old totally... scabs that Zordon picked off and started glowing. Gross. <laughs> so because Zach immediately does the first thing that come to, comes to his mind, he starts, like, hacking at shit. these magical fucking yep. things with yep. a pixel or a, a pixel. No, no, he, he hacks at this, they, they find this giant crystal that the coins are in, yep. and he starts smashing at it to break them free. He's like, yep. hey, there's a shiny thing in there. Yeah. Well, his his reasoning was kind of, hey, I don't know what these are, but they look like they could be worth a lot of money, so we should take them. So fuck yeah. it, give me these. So he yep. smashes these open, uh, then Trini shows up at the like top of the the hill and is like, yep. "Hey, dumbasses, you understand we're not supposed to be here, right? Like this is not <laughs> cool, and you blew some stuff up, so that's going to be bad." And then immediately sirens happen, and yep. and now we're in these. Well, there's also a bit of an avalanche that like yeah, yeah then the cliff yeah. gives out ultimate. from under Trini, and for a second it yeah. looks like she just died there, but <laughs> yeah. she's fine. I was, like, I was like, well, she's dead. Yeah. So yeah. No, by the dead. way, by the way, for people keeping score at home, this Trini not afraid of heights at all. Nope. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so real quick, I'll say this: I think most of the characters are like pretty logical evolutions of their character in the movie. Or, or in the show, or at least if not logical, like they're a I way that you could understand. I would not agree with that. They're they're kind of fleshed out ish versions of those characters where they they tried to give them more Billy of a complete and Jason personality. Are the only ones I can really map much at all to their characters in the show. Zach is uh, the he is the like heart of the party in terms of like always doing the wild shit. Like I don't, I'm not saying they're one to one. What I'm I will is say that- you've always said that about Zach, and I've always scratched my head when you have because what? <laughs> no, Zach's Zach's just Zach, a nice. Zach's a party dude. Yeah. No. Zach, no. 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 Zach is, no. The closest Zach is a youth pastor that likes to dance. Like, well, come okay, on yes. now. But but what I'm saying is I'm not saying they're one to one. I'm saying I understand like how they got there from here. Trini is. Not that. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, well, because with Trini, they had nothing to start on. They had to create a whole character there. Yeah, yeah with Trini, they had Asian, and the yep. writers probably took one look at that and were like, nope. okay, that's She has a Kung work. Fu scientist, no, they, uncle? Let's not do that. that one 20 years ago, so... Right. Yeah. So, they... So, Trini is not that. So, uh, we'll, and we'll get into her deal a little bit later. So, anyway, 
there's sirens. Uh, Jason and Billy run to the car, and we have our second car chase in the Power yep. Rangers movie in the 30 minutes. I am which, so glad yes. I watched five Fast and the Furious movies before this movie to prepare. I didn't realize yeah. I was preparing, oh, but I oh, was. Speaking of Fast and the Furious, he definitely drifts that minivan. Yes, he, he drifts. Does. He definitely drifts that minivan. I drove a minivan in high school. You cannot do what he did with that van. <laughs> well, He's are you really a Power good, Ranger? Okay. But anyway, so the short version of this scene is that we start with just uh, Jason and uh, Billy in the van. Uh, throughout the course of this chase, they pick up the others. Now, and when then, we say pick up, I yeah, feel is that the need jump on top I'm of trying the to get through this quick. Okay, but I feel the need to elaborate. While they are, like, running away, like, driving really fucking fast, this is like an actual fast car chase, away from security, they they literally reach out and, like, grab the people as they're running. Mike was building to it, but Jason makes Billy take the wheel, which Billy isn't comfortable with, so he can get into the back, open the door, and literally pull people into the van as they're running. Yep. And also, I yep. want to point out that Jason, as kind of fits his, like, God, I just want to be doing anything but what I'm doing right now, he is wooing while they're doing this, which is, like, this is so fucking dangerous, and he's psyched yeah, about he, it. Yeah, so, he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> So, so um, they the, basically the end result though is they get hit by a train, they get hit by a goddamn yep. train, which yeah, the, I the super car, didn't see. The car see. crashes and they're all dead. End of movie. Yeah, weird, weird little nitpick here. Nobody's actually chasing them when they get hit by this train, and this is probably no. They're 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 police yeah, cars. It, it's police implied cars. that the cops or the mine security is after them. Also, I mean, no, they, you yeah. see cars like with sirens. No, you on. see cars earlier in the chase, but no, like, they're def- definitely a- leading up to the moment they get hit by the train. We see other cars running alongside yeah. them, and the idea is if we can get past the train, they'll have to stop, and right. the train will be like it'll be our getaway. Because Jason's yep. like, right, I got trying this, to pull I got the move this. from Logan. And then they get hit by goddamn train. They get hit by the train, but then we just smash cut, and Jason is back home. Yeah, so I want to point out, they this is one of the shots that they kind of linger on of this van just getting fucked up. Like, there's no way people survived that. Yeah, this is is gruesome. Except except that we see glowing lights in the van, and then it smash cuts. Yeah, I I actually have a set of notes here. The first is, oh, you fuck right off with that, and the second is, uh, you know what, fair enough. So so here's (laughs) the thing, I didn't notice this until the second time, Matt, because you pointed it out, um, and I actually, like, tried to notice, yeah, you see five flashes of the different colors from in the van, and also, also you hear the noise that Jason's coin makes when it teleports in the next scene. Yeah. yeah, it is incredibly poorly set up. Right? Yeah, they could have. They should have. So they, they teleport. Some, it's they it's deliberately sort of supposed to be indication like that they were teleporting out. Like no, maybe like no, there light. No, there shouldn't be anything like that because the whole point is it's supposed to be mysterious. Like, wait, what the fuck? How am I not dead? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah but that's the entire point is that they don't know what's going on. If right. you know they're teleporting, that ruins that. It's also set up for a later scene where there's also a sudden cut to them being back home and you don't know what happened. But The thing the, is, it, it yeah. isn't really established later that teleportation is a thing. Right. So, like, I left that movie thinking, wait a minute, we never got an explanation for how they got back home. I mean, right, yeah. I, I kind was... of, for a second there, I assumed that Alpha did it, but then later he's like, oh man, I'm finally meeting the Rangers. I think, right. what's, like, I think what's happening here is they're trying to split the uprights between making them not know why it happened and not making it completely unexplained. Yeah, 
And the, but the problem is the way they go about it makes no sense because teleportation is a pretty relevant superpower to have. Yeah, they never yeah. use it later. I'm pretty sure they're literally walking t- or driving to the quarry every day. Like, they right. don't ever say that they're teleporting out there. Sure. So, I mean, yes. they, they kind of have to teleport out of it because the pool that they go through to go to the <laughs> yeah, ship is at the bottom too. of a fucking pit. Yeah, anyway, so they super they would... jump and climb like crazy. So. Yeah, I guess. Right. So this magic, these magic coins teleport them out of the, the smashed van, and they wake up at home, and let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. All right. So we're back. So everybody wakes up the next day um, and we have this quick uh, kind of montage of... If you've seen any of the pre-release materials for this, you've basically seen what happened. You've already seen this. This is is the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man morning webs everywhere, breaking everything scene times five. The, yeah, like well, we times three because Zach now. and Trini are not part of this no. yeah. for some Sorry, reason, which three, is yeah. kind of weird. But yeah, we're not ready to find out about their home lives yet. Uh, yeah, the one thing that's important about this that isn't uh, that is not like super obvious. They're just breaking shit because they're super strong. Whatever is that Jason puts his very explicitly puts his coin yep. on his desk and then walks into the bathroom and we hear that noise again. And it is next to him on the uh, yeah on the sink. So yeah, there's basically be a kind of recurring thing for a bit of these coins apparently need to be with them at all times. They have and some kind of not, one ring thing going yeah. on, which I think is yeah. kind of cool. Like I actually like that. Yeah, I mean um, Tommy Tommy Oliver sure could have used that in the show. Yeah. Yes, for <laughs> certain. Yeah. Yeah, and and something else that's that we can just talk about real quick. Is there are morpher toys for this series for this movie? Very there's bad no morphers morpher in this. Toys. Nope. Well, but there's no morphers. They just use the so coins. Here's the yeah. thing. So, there's also um, helmets and like body armor pieces. So I think they're just selling pieces of the overall costume as separate items. Well, but the morphers that they're selling are huge. The things that are on their belts are like belt buckle size. Well, on their like, cummerbunds, because let's be honest, those things are at about belly button height. Right. So so anyway, they've these coins are like bonded to them at, at this point. And I'm sorry, I forgot to mention something at the very top of this. When Zordon gets beaten, he takes all these coins and he casts a spell. Yeah. Ish. And he basically is saying like uh protect these until they find worthy uh, uh owners. So yeah. it it's not I thought they were just going to find these things. But apparently they explicitly so there's like a, there's a line a little bit later that talks about the morphing grid choosing them to wield. Yeah. Them. yeah. So it's like implied that fate itself led them all to be there. So there's some destiny stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So th- like we, we talked about this some off the air, but there's this kind of idea that in this world, the morphing grid seems to be like God, like basically. The like the, yeah. 
Yeah, it's or, kind of yeah, like the Force, force from some... Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, so this happens. We go to school. Isn't there uh, the fishing boat scene before that? Am I yes, wrong? Yes, you're right. Yeah. So the uh, Jason's dad's fishing boat hauls yeah. up a mummy and yep. puts it in the uh, in the cardinal hold. Which I would not do. I would hook that shit right back over the side. <laughs> I mean, like, they wrapped it in plastic, which I guess is great. But, like, keep that away from the fucking fish, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, I guess that's that. where their ice is, and they figured they can probably keep it in better shape. Yeah. Right. So then they um they go to school. Billy gets heckled by this this bully who... Like someone, I think it was you, Simon. Yeah, said I, sa- you I said, I, you know, that could be Balkan Skull, that guy, but yeah. yeah but I guess but here's he's... my problem with this this bully walks up, grabs his hand, and tries to break his wrist. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's not cool. <laughs> that's super extreme. Like, whoa. But I mean, they tried to rape Kimberly and Trini in the show. Well, that's true. So... They did do that. I forgot about that <laughs> in the first episode. Yeah. But anyway, he tries to break Billy's wrist, can't. Headbutts him and knocks himself out. Yep, and and then Billy, Billy becomes a celebrity at the school. Yes, I that. love this part. Immediately, yep. everyone like girls are walking past him and they're like, "Hey, Billy!" Yep. And I was like, "Okay." Like and that, that happened. That happened literally the instant after this happened, which means that news traveled faster than Billy did. Yep, yeah. right. And also, we cut to Billy in the uh, in, in the, the cafeteria, surrounded by his friends. I got the it impression at the like fans. They, they kind of looked like. You know mo- the movie's idea of nerds. So- yeah, that's what I thought. That was the nerd click from the school. And later on, Billy says that the Power Rangers are his, like the first time he has real friends. So I guess this is like kind of the social group he hangs out in, but he doesn't really consider them friends. Right. Kind of weird. He's, he's, this is the I table he's he crowding at around him because of the beating up the bully. And and uh, and we get a scene where Jason and Kimberly meet up, and they're like, "So this is fucked up, right?" Okay. Cool. Yeah, Let's and then go they, find Kimberly Billy. goes and gets Billy, and all the geeks around him are like, "Oh, he knows Kimberly Hart." Yeah, yeah, and again, this is all like we've seen this before, but I don't know. There's a bit where uh, Billy's just like, "Oh, hey, Kimberly," and the, one of the nerds at the table is like, "How the fuck do you know Kimberly Hart?" And then he walks away, and what somebody's just like, "Billy's so cool," yeah. and I liked it. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I have no. It's like it's it's, it's fine. It's nothing. It's right. nothing. It's fine. Yeah, I mean it's so, not bad, but it's whatever. Move on. Move on. It's nothing. Anyway, like you said it's so, just it's so, every movie. So the kids have the 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 three of them have this meeting. Like, hey, like some weird shit's going on. It's really fucking weird. And then they put the coins down. And if you've watched commercials for trailers for this, you've probably seen this scene. They put the coins down and on the uh, the cafeteria counter, mm-hmm. and the coins like freak out and like make the Start, make like, stuff on the counter melt. They, and, like, yeah, soda they, bottles yeah. explode. Yeah, they spray it's, all over the two mean girls. Yeah, uh, it's something yeah. the movie is bad at addressing. What the fuck these power coins actually do? Because at this point, that's actually a relevant question. Because apparently, well, they can just like superheat metal. They're or the. The thing is not is to me not that like okay they're a power source so fine they can heat metal but why at this specific moment I I guess what the movie was trying to portray there is that these things just need to be with the people they've chosen and okay sure okay that or more cynically they needed some sort of weird shot they could use for a trailer reel (laughs) so yeah yeah, inside baseball reason so after this they're like fuck okay we really need to go back today so they go back after school. Um, we've got, uh, 
we we meet Zach again. He's already there. He's trying to dig into the wall where they found the co- the coins because he's also there's freaking a, out. There's a quick bit of exposition where they're like, "Did you have a weird night?" And he's like, "Yeah, I jumped over a fucking house. It's <laughs> weird, y'all." Uh, they they say, "Oh, you're Zach, right? Do you still go to Angel Grove High?" He says, "Sometimes." Uh, you know, th- they say like, "Okay, well, we need to find the other girl." And she's right there. Okay, she's like right there, yep. which that that part's pretty funny slash c- a little convenient. Right. Um, I mean, uh, odds are she had found out weird shit was happening and decided to also yeah. try and look into. I it. mean, this this can all be explained by how the morphing grid is trying to draw them there. They're tr- it's trying to f- have them find the spaceship and Alpha and Zordon. So that's what's going so, on right now, really. So but, yeah. Right. So Trini runs away, and by runs away, I mean she climbs up a sheer cliff face because everyone's got superpowers. In a, in a really shitty effect, I have to add. Yeah. It's not great CG, for sure. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of Twilight, actually. It, you know what? That's exactly what it is. Yes. Yes. So they climb up this thing. They Trini start runs away. And leaping and stuff. Yeah. She jumps over a cliff. This is yeah. uh, th- a lot of people have seen this in the trailer. I, they're again. This is just like your kind of your standard finding out your powers scene. Except they I like the yeah, her res- entirely. And yeah, and her response, even when you know what this, who this character is, and why they are doing what they're doing, her response just to like immediately bolt without saying anything is fucking yeah, bizarre. She, we'll talk about much, yeah. what yeah, they deal they is leaned in a bit, too hard but, into. The she's quiet and keeps herself. Right. Yeah, because she, it's like she literally just like fucking bolts, and it's not like she's panic. It's so weird. Yeah. It, yeah, but anyway, so little- then Zach is like hell yeah and jumps after her, mm-hmm. and then Kimberly and Jason do, and like at some point this transforms into like a weird like trust fall thing where it's like okay yes. now, now Billy yeah. now you Come do on, the Billy, jump you can do it yeah the, the yeah. Billy part where Billy is is talking about like. Well, like he's running through the pros and cons of what will happen if he dies, yeah. Yeah. which I like. He's like, well, your mom will find somebody else. She'll be fine. Like she's a capable lady. And it's, I, I like that part with Billy. But yeah, overall, like it's, uh, we've seen this scene. So like, yeah, Billy. Well, seen it, and I don't understand it. why it changed from we need to catch Trini to. Now let's just everybody jump over this Right, because Trini stops running away. Everybody's just like, okay, let's all jump now. Yeah, yeah sure. it doesn't make any sense. But, so Billy makes it, and then he, well, he falls. Barely, he barely makes it. Yeah, like, he makes it by hanging out clinging, to, um, yeah, with his to arms. The this cliff. Yeah, but then he, like, celebrates and do kind of a touchdown dance, and he yeah, falls. Yeah, and he, like, does a little shimmy dance on the edge of the cliff, loses his footing, and falls. There's a scene where they think he dies, and then he yells Which, from the bottom. Keep that, keep that in mind, listeners. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, real quick, I will say that, like, at some point this train... Yes, it's weird she just starts stops running... The part I do like about this is, like, by the fourth person who jumps, they're just like, okay, this is awesome. And they're doing, like, woos and stuff like that, which yeah. I appreciated because... No, the scene is fine. The setup is fucking The setup bizarre. is weird. Yeah. So so then Billy, Billy, you know, jumps. He's like, all right, I did it. I'm the best. And then he falls down the crevice. Uh, Zach, again, I understand that they just jump super far. But he just jumps off this cliff. Yep. He's just yeah. like, Woo! yeah. As soon as he hears Billy's fine, he's going, "Well, guess I'm jumping down there now." Woo! 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. he always says, okay, guys, come down, the water's great, or yeah. something like that. Fact, he says, I'm fact. fine, okay, and cool, also there's fine. something down here you need to see. Yep. Uh, the the part I have the probably the biggest problem with in this whole movie, this is the line I think fails the most, is like Kim realizes that Trini's not going to come with them. Yep. And how she quote unquote tricks her. Oh, yep. she's this is, yeah, like, this is real bad. <laughs> she's yep. like, hey, can I have a sip of your water? And <laughs> Trini's like, well, I I was like suicidally trying to get away from you two seconds ago. <laughs> but if you're thirsty, sure, here you go. <laughs> and then Kimberly like grabs her and jumps off the cliff with her. So, which like And here's here's what killed me about this scene is they're <laughs> jumping blind off this cliff and we yep. see from above, like when they land in it or whatever, the window yeah. for actually getting into this water is very yep. narrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a tiny hole in the ground, and there's like an underground lake underneath that. And I assume if they hit the actual ground, they'd be dead. I think a lot of the comedy in this works. I thought this was really funny, not on purpose. Like, this is not like I laughed at this, and I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Uh, but yeah. So, so then long story in short, the- they find a thing where like they could they swim as deep as they can in the water. Uh, well, well, first we get the scene from the commercials where like, hey, I'm I'm blue, I'm black, yada yada yada. Yep. Uh, I'm blue, dabba dee ba dabba 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 dee ba dabba dabba dabba. And then uh, they they uh, wow. swim beneath. Oh, they Black Betty, down now. No, we can't. We, <laughs> no, we can't do this. We they gotta find, keep moving. They find that there's air like under the water, like the there's another surface yeah, like to the, the water, water on the bottom. The water just like stops. Like there's some invisible force field holding it. And back. then they all like gravity reverses or, or normalizes, so, and they all fall down. And yep. I want to point out, this is like ten minutes of them trying to reach through this fucking wall. It takes yeah. forever. Yeah. It's, it's it's a little extended. They're yep. trying to evoke like wonder. There's some. I, I'll they say really quickly, me considering leaving the theater. <laughs> I'll say really quickly that I think this the the orchestral score for this music movie is pretty good. Um. It's I has fine no. and that I didn't notice it. Yeah, okay, I, was fair about to say, I have no strong thoughts on it outside of the fact that I do like both renditions of the Power Rangers theme. I think they're good Power Rangers theme. Okay. No so, thoughts outside of that. So anyway, they're they're trying they're trying to to yeah. make you feel some wonder at this, but it is a mm-hmm. slow scene. I yeah. do like this idea. Yeah. Like I Yeah, I no, like, if they would have tightened the scene up significantly, it would have been fine. It yeah. also also, again, we're gonna have a spaceship instead of a command center. Totally okay with that. Makes yeah, way that, more like, sense. Yeah, than that's fine. yeah, that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> um, so they they go into the spaceship, and then we have sort of a weird pseudo horror scene where like it's dark in the spaceship, and then stuff I love starts this. moving around, and the door closes behind them. It's like, oh yeah. god, there's something chases, something chases. Oh no, oh god, something's got. Actually, do they they still don't know Trini's name at this point, do they? No, no, they still don't. That's a, like, that's a oh no, joke someone, in a someone's got the new girl, and then it's it's Alpha. Yep, it's Alpha, and to so I like this because they're undercutting the like horror. And first of all, Alpha, I think, and you know, I know we were all, including me, pretty negative on Alpha's design. It's still not my favorite, but I think it works pretty it's fine. well. Yeah, the character works well, character, and I just Bill haters like sells the hell out of him. Really? Um, so you don't like Alpha in this? Nope. I thought he was. I'm, I thought he was crappy. Here's the thing about Alpha in this movie. Um, I there's not a lot to him, which yeah. honestly 
is probably fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought Alpha had a lot more personality than he does in the show. Yeah. Because the thing about Alpha, Alpha's a very one-note character that doesn't really appear very often or do a whole lot. Yeah, like, let me preface, I'm not a fan of Alpha in the show. I think he's annoying and crappy. I just didn't think he was any better here. I I like him in this a lot. I I was honestly shocked how much I like. I think they elevated him from obnoxious and stupid to bland and inoffensive. Yeah, (laughs) I I actually liked Alpha in this movie a lot. I feel like he's one of the highlights of the film. Me too. Yeah. His stuff with Billy, although brief, I really enjoy. See, I, Um, I I can see that, but I just think that's a glaring indictment of the film as a whole. Fair enough. I, I like him a lot. Uh, so anyway, not only is he goof, a goofy looking robot that j- that is how this like horror scene ends, but he blinks and they literally play a cartoon blink sound effect. Yeah, which is which I really... choose to believe that was Alpha actually playing that cartoon. Sound yeah, effect like because... yeah, like there's speakers installed in his eyes yep. to make that <laughs> yep. noise. I'm done yep. with that. Okay. So okay. So Alpha is Alpha like. Alpha seems to know a lot about like. And the, uh, I know we don't want to get too far into theory crafting and stuff. Alpha seems to know a lot about like the English language and stuff. So I was super he's, curious about this. Maybe because he's just sort of been watching like the world as yeah. yeah. Like, like I he, feel like that was implied. Yes. Yeah, because because yeah. he knows about like humans. He so okay. Let let's talk about it a little bit. Zordon is a dick in this. Yep. Oh yeah, he's a fucking asshole. But part of that is because he's a fucking alien and he doesn't understand humans at all or even know what a teenager is. Also, unlike in the show where Zordon and Alpha were just chilling for 10,000 years or however long, like Zordon just gets brought online when the Rangers show up. Like he yep. Yeah. He goes from having been dead to being 65 million years in the future. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like when Zordon gets brought online in this movie, he doesn't realize that he had died initially. Right. Yeah. Like, like Zordon went, was probably shit? kind of a jerk already. And then he is like forcibly brought back to life, stuck in the wall of a spaceship yep. and has to train teenagers. Yep. Like, yeah, he's, he's yeah. Like uploaded into a computer and <laughs> he, he's a he's a dick, but also like I get yeah, it. He's an understandable dick. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, but Alpha though yeah, knows so there's, humans. There's a there's a little bit of comedy where like Alpha has to explain to Zordon what a teenager is. Yep. And also has to tell him like, hey, uh, check the computer files to download the English language so they know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, because they're talking yep. in, in 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 alien back and yep. forth. Yep. Uh. So so sorry. Alpha says, "Oh shit, you're here. Fucking thank God. Thank you, Jesus. Come here. Uh, follow me. Thank you, Morphing Grid. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. And and he he turns Zordon on. There's a joke that did not hit for me where he says five five kids, different colors, different colored kids. And I was like, ooh. Was that I a think, joke? I assume Bill Hader was just kind of spitballing lines there. I don't yeah, think that was I just a think planned they, thing. Was, the, was that a joke? I genuinely... I, I think it's a joke, and I, think I don't it think was it hits. Just, I think it was just riffing. Yeah, yeah so tightly colored teens. Come on, yeah. give us a yeah. ball. So it was it was Probably. very close to tightly colored teens, and yeah. I was. <laughs> that's true. That's that's fair. Uh, yeah. yeah. So so he wakes up Zordon through their power by like having them step on these. Well, yeah, like um, I think I spots. think the idea is the power coins are sort of the con- yeah. that links the morphing grid to the ship and like power yeah. stuff up. So is that ball the morphing grid, I or think is it? I like think their access th- to it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a gate or whatever to the morphing grid, and yeah. Yeah, I think, of it, I think of it more like a well. 
Yeah, I would say, like, the way I'm thinking of it, think of it like a, the way a well accesses a large body of water. Think of it like that. Okay. And it also sort of works as a viewing globe. They don't use it yeah. that way much, but it, it does sort of do that. So, so there's, a, there's a bit of a scene where, like, apparently it's able to impart information because Billy's just kind of staring at it and, like, taking yep. these notes. Yeah. Yeah. And it also, it's like he... He looks at it and it's pictures of the Power Rangers, but it also like gives him history of it, which is interesting. Mm. Um, so anyway, Zordon comes online. He's like, who are these fuckers? Where are the Power Rangers? Like, <laughs> and I'll give uh, them and- credit. The design for this like command center area is pretty clever in that the yeah. Zordon's area is this big wall that's like a yeah. third of the room. And yeah, he, and yeah. he can like, slide along moves it. from like side to side as he's talking to people and inspecting people yeah. and like it has a visual component to it that is actually intelligent which is rare for this movie and also right. the teens i love this because like as soon as alpha introduces himself all the teenagers are like so the second he's not looking at us we fucking run away <laughs> and yep. i, I so really I like write that down what it was but alpha's like an anagram for this because that's the only way you can do a fucking name for something in a movie these days well, yeah, Alpha is an anagram in the show. Was it? Yeah, no. when he turns himself on, he says, I'm I'm Alpha 5, something, 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 Android. It is totally an anagram in the Ugh, show. That's, it, that's fucking I, stupid there, too. I don't remember if it's the same anagram, but, um, like, he totally I, I, says that. Guys, uh, acronym. Yeah. Yeah, you're Thank right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, what's, <laughs> what's an anagram for Alpha? Fala? I don't know. Fala, yeah. So, so anyway. Yeah, He's good at those. They try to run away, uh, and the the door shuts. And so Zordon goes explains. Okay, you guys are the Power Rangers, I guess, because the coins picked you. If I got a fucking hell, all right. So go ahead and morph you guys, and then they go nope and try to leave. And then there's a weird cut again. Ooh, that's not very clear. I, I don't remember the exact sequence of events in that scene. So what's like happening is they into the air, and then he they... tells them he tells them silence as they're like yelling, like "Let us go!" Yeah, and he lifts them into the air, and we cut to Jason's house. Yep, and basically what's happening is Zordon is giving them a vision of what's going to happen. Yep, it, when Rita comes. Uh, we see Angel Grove like destroyed and fucked up, and yeah, it's a weird like hey, hey, jump scare nightmare Zordon? where. Rita this gets all up in their face up. and everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Zordon's a dick again. Yep. Like, yeah, he immediately gives them a nightmare, basically. Yep. Yep. Like, and then I, I will say that this scene actually does a good job of getting the point across because, and actually, I think I think it worked pretty well as a fake out because when the Rangers go flying into the air and we get another smash cut to Jason at home in his bed, it's exactly like the smash cut from the the train yeah. crash earlier. Yeah, for a second so, I was like, wait, did they did they get yeah, teleported so they, home again? What? Yeah, so yeah. so they got me. Like I thought that we were still like this was still happening. And and of course when shit became like obviously a nightmare, like I you know, I clued in, but they got me at first. Yeah. yeah. Right. So and I thought so, that was a well so put Zordon thing. explains this is uh, oh Jason's like hey what the fuck dude <laughs> and, and yeah I like that they call him out on his bullshit yeah yeah, yeah and, and then Zordon's like Rita's gonna come back and she's gonna fucking wreck everything you're the Power Rangers you need to stop bullshitting around and start training all now. right go go ahead and morph and there's a funny yeah, line where Alpha says they have eleven months and immediately corrects himself no wait I mean days eleven oh, days. Right. Yeah, so, eleven days, which is I, I I'm gonna say they should have made it eleven months. 
They should have yeah. made yeah. an actual Again, this... reasonable period of time for them to be training and preparing. Yeah. I mean, on Still, the one you hand, have a time yes. element. On the other hand, that's 10 days, uh, 23 hours, and about, you know, 30 minutes more than they had in the TV show. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, I understand oh, that, but, but what this... I'm saying is, like, the, that would make so much more of this movie land for me because... After ten days, all of them are like, "Yeah, no, I would die to save your life." Yeah, right. and like, no, I, I if they've been so. together for a year and getting closer as friends and becoming a tightly knit group, the, that would yeah. land way better for me than the fact that they hung out at a campfire one time and said some sad things. Well, yeah, the timeline is is much too fast. I agree. Yeah, this this ties back into what I was getting to earlier. Like that was that was actually my original complaint with time before we started talking about days of the week or whatever the fuck uh, <laughs> was that they simply wouldn't have enough time because like. They're also balancing this around their schoolwork. They're also balancing this around, like, whatever else other obligations they have in their life at the time. Right. And in the span of about 10 days, they train to become super martial artists. And and I get that they have superpowers, but, like, being real strong ain't the same as being fight good. Does Jason's dad just not care that Jason is able to ditch his house arrest every day? I don't – I don't think – I would argue with the fight good part. You see, I I was under the impression – I was under the impression that, like, Jason's dad's hours are super weird since it's established that he works as a fisherman. That's yep. true, I guess. Uh, I mean, so- that's, a str- that's a stretch, but it's not, like, a huge no, one. Like, also, no, that's a good point, to- because they show him, like, at, it looked like at night, night. in a hall. Like, yeah. I think he's gone for days at a time. He sleeps yeah. during the day. They explicitly, he has a night shift. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, can I, Fair real enough. quick, this is something that I, um, I, I feel like, genuinely, even if the... Even if the um time or the the training montage is exactly the same, if mm-hmm. they say eleven months instead of eleven days, it's better. Yeah, you no, see, I don't think you even need eleven months. I think you can just make it like a month. a month, two months, three months, like whatever. Yeah, I think I think like a yeah. month would be fine. Like four weeks in adverse conditions. Yeah, well, sure. yeah. The fact yeah. that they're clearly doing this literally every day. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I yeah. totally agree with that. That's that's a good point. Uh, and, and I will I, say yeah, this training montage sure. was one of the moments of the movie I enjoyed. It's I, the yes. best scene yeah. in the movie. Well, hold on. We're, we're so we're not quite there yet. Yeah. So um. So Zordon says... All right, then Morph, go ahead, the Ze- Well, uh, he also says she's going to blow up the Zeo crystal. We explained that earlier. Yep. Uh, he says you have to morph. Okay, what do we do to do that? You concentrate on each other. So, so okay. Just morph, and then they fail to morph, and Zordon goes, you guys are fucking unbelievable. Oh, God, I'm going to my room and slams the door right. at them. I like this because Zordon was never in any way, like, equipped for teaching this shit. Like, yep. he, right. he was right. the superhero who just did it. It probably came naturally yep. to him. He has no fucking idea how to tell somebody else how to do he, it. And also, he, again, doesn't even know what a teenager is. Yep. So, like, trying to explain to, to a teenager, like, you... And let's drop it. Let's drop, like, the pretense. How you morph in this is that you use the power of friendship. Yeah, like, right. literally, yeah. that is what you how you morph. You are friends so, with your, each other, and also there's an element of, like, I was talking to Simon about this. Yeah, it's, it's like Persona. There's some Persona shit in here because yep. you have to accept yourself also in yep. order to morph. So if but, only they had so, fake guns to shoot themselves in the head. With. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if only they had some sort of morpher, any kind yeah. of morpher. I'm begging <laughs> you. But so this is something that actually kind of bothered me structurally about the movie is that Zordon, like even the even though he doesn't really know what he's doing, he still lays out like the secret to the whole thing right at the start. He's like, yo, 
you know, you gotta you gotta concentrate on each other. Like he 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 comes just short of explicitly saying like, "Hey, this isn't gonna work unless you all care about each other." And it takes them so long to figure this out because they're teenagers. Right. right. He says, "You must drop your masks." That is yep. the exact quote he says. Yeah. And and so anyway, they can't do it. They leave, and then there's a conversation where. Uh, well, so, oh, everyone so but Jason, Jason hangs leaves. behind, and yeah. this is the moment where it's like, okay, you watch the first episode of Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah, it's because it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, this this whole Zordon intro sequence is actually very similar to that it because is, yeah. because like they want to leave. Uh, Kim is like, what the f- like? We're talking to a wall. Like, there, there's a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff, and yeah. everyone but Jason leaves, and and Zordon is like, Jason, you're the leader. I like uh you. You are destined to do, to do this. Um, you have to get your team together and, you know, do this shit. So Jason leaves. He talks to everybody and he doesn't command them. No. But he says, yep. like, here's the thing. Some weird shit's going on. I'm not going to make you come back, but I'm going to be here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one of the few jokes that actually lands for me in this movie is he's like, I'll see you guys tomorrow, I hope. And Billy's about to be like, yeah, Jason, we don't know how to get out of here. Yeah. Jason, and Jason just, just jumps like, up to the water. Super and- jumps up into the water. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. We yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I like so- the idea that the only reason he was able to come up, like, to catch up to them, to give them the, like, I don't know about you guys, but I'll be here tomorrow kind of speech, is that they just genuinely didn't know how to leave. Yeah, that's a yeah, They came yeah. back and was like, oh, right, ceiling water never had to deal with this before i don't <laughs> there's this sw- kind of sweet moment where jason's like surprised they stayed uh right which is undercut by the fact that they didn't do it intentionally <laughs> exactly yeah, this yeah. is actually like a really well constructed goof i'll give him so, credit yeah it's, so, it's th- one of the few actual good jokes in this movie. so everyone mm-hmm. leaves and then we get our uh our trini and zach scenes so yep. zach we we kind of already went over zach is um his his mother is very sick uh, so this was he, a nice touch. Like their time together, they spoke. Like their time together in elder scenes, they speak like their native language. Chinese. I don't know which. It's Chinese. There, well, uh, there's two. Ludi, there's two languages Lin in China. Is, I don't know which yeah. one it is. Well, that's true. Yeah, I forgot. You're right. Uh, but Ludi Lin is is from from China. Uh, they speak Chinese at home. He's talking to his mom about uh, you know. I mean, not really about anything important. Well, but he talks to his mom about uh, if he's going to school because yeah. his mom well, suspects his mom that he's at, not yeah. going. She, she, well, yeah. she's, she specifically asks him, have you been going? And he dodges the question and she calls yeah. him on it, which I thought summed up their relationship pretty succinctly. Yeah. And, yeah. and so so we understand Zach's home situation. Yep. Um, we've talked about it already, so let's move on. Okay. Let's talk about Trini. Yep. Um, it's kind of okay. weird. So Trini's, has a complex family relationship. So Trini's thing is that her family fucking sucks. Like yeah. that. They, I don't know. Her brothers seem like they're, they're okay. okay. They don't. Uh, they suck in a way that's not unorthodox, but they don't suck in the sense that they're abusive. They suck in the fence sense that they're trying to be the perfect white suburban family. Right. Yeah. It kind of uh, seems her, like her mom sucks a lot more than her dad. Yeah, her dad seems okay. Her mother is extremely aggressive about yeah. like. Uh, talk more. You're not talking enough. Talk to us. Uh, what you know? What are you doing in in school? How's school going? Like, like she, it's her. Her dad actually calls her mom out on this. She levies levies four questions yeah. at Trini without giving her a chance to answer any of them. This yeah. scene made me genuinely uncomfortable, and I was yeah. like immediately like, oh, 
That's why. Like, I mean, yeah. it does a good job of explaining why Trini is the way she is. And, and Matt, I agree. I think that, like, they lean too hard into her running away. But, like, I think yeah. this is a pretty good explanation. No, I actually knew on. kids like that and families yeah. like this growing up. And especially up. Yeah. with what we learn later on where... Yeah, I mean, this, just- is, this is a little... This is still a little exaggerated because this movie ain't great. But, like, this, I don't... I didn't had no major issues. But you this. immediately understand why she's at the quarry every night, basically. Yeah. Like, okay, gotcha. You gotcha. Okay. Yep. Well, and why uh, she just doesn't talk? Like you grow up in that environment, and you kind of don't want to. And, and you, yeah. you know what? Let's just go ahead and talk about. So later, there's a scene where everybody lays out their problems, and we've since we've already basically talked about Zach's, which is he's too scared to go home, and all he has is his mom, other than the other Rangers. Um. So Trini's deal, and and this has gone around a lot. Okay. Trini is some varying degree of being in the closet for something. She's yeah. she's pan or bi. I don't think yeah. she's yeah. even in the closet. I think she's something. Well, she's, I yeah. think she's out and her family it's, doesn't yeah, like they, uh, yeah. it. They, they don't talk about it in explicit terms, and I wonder if that's got to do with some, like, art, like... Marketer freaking out. Marketer freaking out or outdated, like, rating thing or something. Right, yeah. like a comics but they, code sort of thing. Yeah, like, they, uh... They make it very clear that she is not straight. Yeah. Um, so and I have it's a said that here. she's changed schools several times repeatedly. So it's kind of implied that maybe like she goes to a school, she is openly whatever she is, and then her parents freak out and take her to another school because they want her to not be that. Which right, like the know. specific line she says is she doesn't mind it because that way. Uh, she doesn't have to worry about making friends with anyone and her parents don't have to worry about her relationship. Right. So yeah. I have a note here because she, so the biggest thing is she says my, my parents believe in labels. Yep. Yeah. And she basically says, um, she hates that her parents want her to, they want her to dress differently. They want her, uh, to talk more. They want her to be more normal. So they they don't they don't say Trini is gay, but like but Trini is gay. gay. Yeah, like, yeah. Let's be real here. Or, they, or, or, or they write it or, really yeah. strongly between the lines. Yeah, and, and and the the idea of like they want me to dress more like a girl. They they well, and also to... like the the point where it gets the most explicit is where Zach asks her if it was boyfriend troubles, and she just kind of shrugs it off, and then he pauses for a second and goes girlfriend troubles and then right. she kind of opens up and elaborates more and yeah. later in this yeah. breakfast club scene there's a bit where like after she explains this she says like and and the thing is like you guys don't ask that of me so that's the yeah. the her big like i like you guys because you well that's not, give she really doesn't even have that moment because she talks about how yeah she's kind of alone and billy reaches out to her and right. like, well, that's okay. You're part of us now. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. well, I don't know. Am I? I? Are we actually friends or are we just doing Which this Which would thing have together? been a good, like, if this would have taken place over, like, months instead of days, yeah. that would have been a really right. good point because that's, like, the first time. Yeah. And then over the rest of the montage, then that's earned. Right. Uh, but, but at the same time, it, like, it's really sweet because we know this is only a few days after they met that when Trini puts Billy on the spot and asks him, are we friends? And Billy goes, yeah, of course we're friends. And it's it's kind of like, Adorable. Yeah. Of, um, it's it's a good part for Billy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, so but that's her deal. Let's. Um, I will say, go ahead. It actually does kind of bug me that they go to such great lengths to kind of skirt the issue and beat around the bush. Yeah, yeah. And just won't explicitly 
say anything because so, like like and the reason we didn't it, it it's been something that's been getting a lot of media attention lately like a whole bunch of like holy shit y'all LGBT superhero woo and it's like they put right. in the most basic yeah, just minimum thing, amount of here's effort here's the thing about representation you actually have to have representation for it to count as representation right yeah if you can't even say the word queer it's not queer yeah, so here yeah. here's my thing here's what I'll say about this if again, just like with Billy, if you don't like this this uh, um, representation, that's totally I get it, like a hundred percent. I I do think that one of the things that people still do, and we've been doing for it for a good 10, 15 years, is when you have a gay character, they're the gay character. Yeah. Right. And and Trini is not that. Now that nope. said, right. but the problem is they go too far the other way where they don't even right. call her gay. Yeah. 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 I I yeah. agree with because that. I, I mean, admittedly, admittedly, uh, the bulk of my experience with queer folks comes from our friend circle, and so that means the bulk of them are like going onto Twitter and declaring that they're gay literally every five minutes. <laughs> but you know, it's I I still feel like. It, I still feel like like there would be something like at least someone would say like you, like like just have a scene where Trini hits on another girl or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I would have yeah. preferred that. I mean, they don't I, even need that. Just have Trini say I'm gay and right. Yeah, on. no, exactly. Yeah. That's the exact that's the exact balance you need is you need characters who are open about who they are, but that doesn't become their defining right. thing. So so what I'll say is that I like Trini as a character in this movie. I think they could have handled that a little bit better. And also another problem, we literally just went over almost all the development she gets in this yeah. Yes, yep. that is We're true. Gone. She she does not get that much. Right, like the only other of... thing that happens is we see her and Kimberly specifically bonding during montage. Yeah, that yeah seems, and it's actually yeah. one of the better scenes. That seems super cute. I mean, but, also, yeah. I like that well, scene. there's also like a quick gag where and like it's at the very end of the movie and they're kind of rebuilding the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a gag where her little brothers are talking about how cool the yellow ranger right. is and like he seems cool and yep. she's like are you sure it's a he? Which is Which, a quick Okay, now that joke would have been show. great if they hadn't given the female versions of the uh, ranger boob armor explicit yeah. boob. Yes. Yeah. But also, so, none of the townspeople actually saw the armors up close except Right. Jason's That's a good dad, point. Yeah. Which so I'll let's move on. on later. So yeah. that's that's Zach and Trini. Um, they they come back. Everyone shows back up as Jason requested. Um, and this is the thing that honestly sh- shocked me the most in this entire movie because Zordon literally gives them verbatim the three rules yep. of being a Power Ranger yep. from the show. And I wish like okay, okay. A awesome cool I mean, good fan service. Uh, B Wait, hold on. B, why the fuck would an alien race of superheroes and peacekeepers have a rule about no one being able to know who they are? Yeah. How does that make any sense? As in the series, Rita immediately knows who they are. Right. Here's yeah, here's so here's my problem with it is it felt so out of place. Like it was a neon sign of, hey, this is from the show. We're inserting this for the fans. Yep. Yeah, and there's yeah. Far from the only time that happens too. Hey, yeah. Yep, we'll get yeah, there. Yeah, I mean it it is a little it is it's a little out of place. I agree with that. I I think that they should have changed that last rule to make it make more sense. I the, think they could have woven it into a longer speech about sure. like what it means to be a Power Ranger and not done it verbatim. 
That's true. Yeah, I, I, I agree. One thing with I that. did want to say because we sort of we went over the Zordon stuff already, but I like that they introduced the idea that a Power Ranger in like the galaxy is a very specific thing. It is a like they are peacekeeping forces that exist explicitly to guard zeo crystals on planets that have zeo crystals. Right. Yeah. They're, spe- like they're special that forces. Defend, basically. That defines a Power Ranger better than the show ever does. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but yeah, that, the, those rules are a little weird in terms of the, sh- the yeah. movie. The, um, the so yeah, about the, the old no escalation clause, they don't really escalate in the movie because they don't know no, how at, to. They, they actually do. I will get there too, but I want to point yeah, out. Yeah, they okay. super do. Uh, uh, depends on what you consider escalation. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they escalate by rules of the show, but not necessarily by the movie. So anyway, um, Zordon's fucking nuts. Yeah, they, they, they said, like, well, okay, you guys can't morph. Uh, next best thing, so train a whole bunch and try to fight Rita without morphing was, now. I think he was going to go for the, if I put them in a situation where they have to morph to, yeah. like, make it. I'll, like, yeah. force it so out of So, Simon, them. you say train a whole bunch, but that doesn't really explain what happens. Zordon <laughs> literally says goes... it's time. Alpha, send them to the pit. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Zordon literally sends them to an area below the ship where he forces them to unmorph fight full-strength holograms of rock monsters. Yeah, part like, light hologram. Rock monster! <laughs> down! 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 So you can't so, yeah. tell because they don't have the uh, H on their uh, foreheads to let you know that they're holograms, but they're hard yep. light holograms. Yes. And they actually hurt, as is stated a couple times. Rock? Zach gets punched rock? in the face so hard he bleeds yep. from this training thing. It's... It's, like, I love, I don't know that I know that it works within the movie, but it is hysterical to me that Zordon yep. is this big of a dick after we have talked about it so Right, much. yeah, no, this plays uh, into our everybody's rocking. Zordon so hard. Everybody's fucking. God damn it, stop it. Shifting <laughs> around actually, the fire. I actually really love, uh, we kind of touched on it already, I love this conception of Zordon a whole lot. Yeah. Up to and including yeah. the fact that like he is explicitly a bad leader yeah. who also kind of needs to learn how to do his job. And mm-hmm. I think the fact that he's so alien really helps that. I like, think mm-hmm. if these movies were better and they actually do make all the other ones, they could have a really good like arc over the course of the movies of Zordon becoming a better leader. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Everybody so, had matching towels. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, didn't, though they're all different colors, man. So so now we have a training montage, and I really like this training it's montage. Yeah, super good like clapping hands song. Oh god, yeah, that song is so got, good. It's it got a good, good song, song with the fork and the 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 little note passing as a ninja star. It's perfect. Yeah, the yeah, scene the is way perfect. They throw those notes around is really good. There's yeah. a, so they like punch putties and they throw the notes around in detention. The, the kung fu like with the pastry on the fork scene yep. bugged me just because it was part of another bit in the long chain of the Krispy Kreme product placement. And I was oh, like, I didn't even it. put together that it wasn't a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I didn't Kreme. even notice that was at the Krispy Kreme. Yeah, I like that scene. I think it's, it's really it, It's only it's because Krispy Kreme, Kreme has not yet entered its importance in this movie at this point. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, it has not but, yet understand the cosmological import of Krispy Kreme. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some good friendship stuff here. There's there's like they're learning, but and maybe import- not fast most enough. Importantly, there's some good fighting because there's actually like some hand to hand like stuff with these rock monsters. 
And right. Alpha tries to teach them basically one move, which is to suplex parties. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you can uh, suplex the a party, you're good. So practice that I, one move over and over. <laughs> I, I love mean, to the be scene. fair, that's in the show, the one move is hit them in the Z on their chest. At this yeah, point. that's yeah, true. So. I love the scene where Billy is fighting Alpha, and Alpha is using his like weird robot extendo yep. stuff to... Yep. to to like dodge everything, yep, and also like he's bowing to Billy and Bill. So Billy has like some hand stuff that he do- is doing, which is he, maybe he gets, the- he gets real excited and does like a quick like when he gets yeah, really and, excited. And yep. Alpha like does it back to him when he does a good job. Like mm-hmm. it's there's some good it's stuff cute. in here. I really like this. Um, and then so okay, the the training montage ends. Um. We we have like everybody comes back to do another training sequence, uh, but Alpha shows everyone the Zords yep. as part of like he's trying to get get their their um you know well, so it's so Zordon's been throwing them at the stick. Alpha's trying to give them the carrot of hey yep. if you guys yeah, do more yeah. if you get these these yeah. like the, the idea is that throughout the course of the training montage the Rangers mm-hmm. continually try again at morphing and continue to fail and get yep. sent back to the pit. Yes. And at one point, Alpha's just like, look, how about this? How about I show you what you'll ultimately be able to do if you succeed at this? You figure out how to morph, you'll get to drive these giant fucking robots. Isn't and so, that rad? And, right. And so what he, and the way he explains it is, like, they're really fucking powerful, too powerful to control by yourself. Like, when you morph, you get an innate connection to them. That allows you to well, steer them. Not an and by, and by innate, you mean literally the Jack from the Matrix that <laughs> plugs into the back of their fucking skull. But yes. Okay, so yep. I'm sorry. Uh, in nape is what I meant to say. Yeah. It gets in your nape. <laughs> yes. Uh, but also, something about the fact that the Zords are just sitting there in a cave is very <laughs> They were right there just over the, the one ridge they never thought too. to look over. Yeah, the, the well, Zords also, are smaller. Yeah. Not that big. They're yeah. big, but not that big. And yeah. inexplicably small, as we'll get to. They kind of imply that the Zords are alive a little bit. Do they? Are they? Yeah, when the when they show the Zords, the Zords like start moving on their own a little bit. Oh, do I mean, they? That, I did, that I did not up notice with that. The show okay. where they're kind of semi autonomous. Yeah, totally. So okay, and I think that's I think that's supposed to be why, and we'll get to in a second when Zach kind of like steals the right. So Zach Spider Zord thing. So Zach steals the quote unquote Mastodon, which yeah, yeah it's got eight legs, Mastodon. whatever. Yeah, uh, he he can't really drive it right. He takes it on a drive. Okay, ride. I I want there's a quick, a quick gag where he almost runs over some nuns. That the fucking nun yes, van. That was oh, the most I want to go around the horn. Uh, the fucking because I want to know. Because I I have the feeling that this is probably the most divisive gag in the whole fucking thing. It's so fucking it's shit. So okay, that's what I thought you would say. Yeah, I laughed. I, I mean, thought I laughed at great. how ridiculous <laughs> and stupid it was. It's, it's yes. the most hackneyed fucking thing you can yeah. do with that. Oh, it's look so at how cliche. fucking random it is. It's nuns and they're singing. See, and I thought it was cheesy that enough that it it made me totally ha, laugh. Ha, 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 but, so funny. <laughs> But yeah, so Matt, I'm beginning to think you just hate the concept of jokes. Yeah, I mean, no. It, it, 
No, because I laughed at the jumping out of the water joke. Yeah, I ju I laughed at the jumping out of the water joke because there's like a there's a really funny setup that makes sense given the character. I, I laughed at this payoff. joke the first like four times I saw it, but after the next eighty across <laughs> all of but culture, it, it, it's it not completely <laughs> lost its ability to make me laugh. Okay, it's it's not that joke that made me laugh. It's that okay, it's a super fucking stock joke. It's the person is listening to music and isn't paying attention to what's going on around them but it's a bus full of nuns that are singing yeah, and yeah, there's a fucking mastodon zord that hey how wacky and funny is this like that's how <laughs> nuns are used in but every movie except sister act and sister act 2 okay, joel 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 okay it's a shitty joke but it's not worth getting this salty over a <laughs> shitty joke it, it's not that the nuns are random you know, hey joel joel how much Joel, how much do you love the fact that Sister Act 2's uh, subtitle is Back in the Habit? It's one of cinema's <laughs> greatest achievements. I I think I laughed at this joke because it's the worst joke. Yes. Like, yeah, I think that's, that's what I was I trying to get No, the bull masturbation joke is the worst. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no, anyway. Zach means the lamest, I think, not most. So, Zach, fu Zach okay. fucks up, but he does make it back. Jason gets really pissed at him, which, like, the... Okay, the movie tries to portray Zach get, or Jason getting mad at Zach. We we need some convenient. Uh, it's like there's not enough conflict in this movie. Where can we get conflict? Oh, right. this is easy. Let's right, but also, but also, what I was getting at is that the the movie tries to portray Jason as like as this w being flying off the handle, dude. You almost killed a bunch of people. Yeah, like, you almost killed. Yeah, this is yeah, actually a good reason people. to get mad at somebody. Yeah, to be yeah absolutely. Um. So then what happens is that they fight. Which, also, also I want to point out that like Zordon just late, recently laid out the rules of like don't reveal your identity and then running around yep. with an untamed spider mastodon zord is yep. not a good way I to think don't yeah. steal the mastodon zord is also one of the rules of being a power ranger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it much. wasn't. There are only three rules. There are no <laughs> other yeah, Zordon's like, all right, from now on, we're, we're going to have a fourth rule. This is the Zack rule. Don't fucking the steal Zach. the zords. Uh, and... And, like, other things. One, this thing just plowed over. Even It didn't hit the people, but it, like, demolished the fucking road in the middle of... Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, this That's Zord... Okay. A lot more infrastructure damage is to come. This will be nothing. The, this Zord is in, like, full view of the town. Like, Yeah, it's... no, everybody... If anybody was looking in the vague direction, they probably saw... An M1 Abrams-sized fucking Zord rolling around the countryside. Yeah, it's super goofy. the fucking highway. Like, I think the idea is that we're kind of in the middle of nowhere, though. Yeah, we are, but, like, still. Like, so Zach and Jason get in, literally get into a fist fight, which, which is, is great because I don't think we ever saw a Ranger v. Ranger fist fight in the original show ever. So well, this is good. I almost called this, but I specifically said they would be morphed, so I fucked up. I was close. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, to be fair, I think we all expected them to actually be morphed in the movie for well, a well, yes. period of time. <laughs> yeah. so, so they get but, into a fight, and Billy... What's good about this, though, is that, so... Jason and Zach start literally beating the shit out of each other, and jumping in to try and break up the fight is Billy, and in that moment of, I guess, just not wanting his friends to fight, yep. morphs. Yep. Right. Right. And Morphing is the power of children of divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no I mean, literally, they don't say it explicitly, but I think the idea is... As they said, you have to be thinking of of your your fellow rangers. You like, have to was, be. Yeah, I think the implication there was it was 
he wasn't trying to morph. He was trying to do the thing that he needed to do to morph. Yeah. Right. Independent, like, so independent he, of itself. So he morphs and, and stops them. And, and, but then like it fades away because he, he doesn't know how to do it yet. And, uh, and at this point, Zordon has completely lost any form of chill. Yeah. He says like, fuck it, get out of my house. Well, and like, Jason's I'm- like, yeah, but no, Billy Morph, J- he, he totally did it. He's like, oh yeah, fuck it, do it again. Do it again, show me. Oh. Yeah, that's what I fucking oh. thought. <laughs> oh, also, I'd just like to point out the suit designs are shit. Yeah, they're I, fine. I like them more in the movie than I did in the stills. I, I, I don't not. like them, I but I'm not angry that, about I them. I did not think that seeing them in motion improved them a lick. I, I and, and yeah, I agree with Luke. I don't think it's a huge problem or anything, but like, they, they're not they're my like, favorite. There are like I, there are some fan designs making the rounds on Twitter a couple of weeks back that looked way better. I turned around a lot more on the Zords than I did on the suits. Yeah, yeah I didn't I'll turn around on them either. That's fine. Uh, I, d- yeah, I knew you I wouldn't. It's okay. <laughs> I um, didn't hate the Zord designs either. It was it's whatever. So, so uh, at this point, Mike, um, this is this is Red- this is your favorite scene yep. in the movie, Mike. This is the Act Two breakup right there. Are you glad? Oh, God, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, th- I don't. I, I wouldn't even a- call this a breakup, really. Like they. I mean, a it's a forced fight. breakup. It's Zordon breaks them up, which is funny in itself. But oh yeah, yeah I guess that's true. <laughs> yeah, Zordon breaks well, so up with them. The basic gist of it is they leave, but then Jason turns around and comes back because he. I guess he intends to plead their case again. Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on, Alpha- hold on. Before we get Good. this, something I want to point out because it ties into like the kind of the themes, I guess. Zordon says, "If you can't morph, you're not Rangers." And yeah. later, they're basically going to prove that that's not true. Like he says, yeah, well, see, that it, makes sense coming from somebody who was a ranger and has like, I understand why Zordon says that. It's just Zordon's wrong, right? Yeah. That that's what I thought was interesting is because he says this, and like later you'll be like, oh, but that's not what makes them rangers. So mm-hmm. I I thought that was yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, the- the true, the true power was inside you all along. Exactly. Yep. The, the the real morphing was the friends we made along the way. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. So what I was saying. Um. So basically, Jason goes back to plead his case, and he oversees Alpha and Zordon talking to each other. Okay. And um. Oh yeah. And that, that's apparently when it- Zordon's main motivation yes. is. It's it's revealed that if the Rangers morph, the morphing grid will open, and someone will get, Zordon can come back to life. Yes. Yep. So, which raises a lot of questions about the morphing grid, but whatever. Well, so basically the idea is the morphing grid will, like, be at peak power when they morph, and yeah. it can be used to bring someone back to life, basically. Yep. Which yeah. is which is super arbitrary, but so yep. is always the morphing grid. Yep. So yeah, whatever. so Jason is pissed because he thinks Zordon's only trying to get them to morph for his own gain. Zordon insists well, that he genuinely he wants to stop Rita, Rita because Rita is a threat, which... This is true, actually. Well, so Zordon says basically, like, he. Okay, so my cat just knocked my mic over. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Zordon says he's going to be the Red Ranger, basically. Like, he's yeah, going to yeah. come said, back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to lead you stupid assholes. We're going to beat Rita because she's a real threat. That's the only reason I want to come back is to protect people. And I think he genuinely is doing yeah, it for that I think reason. He's on the level. But it's just still shitty. Still, yeah, that's yeah. like. Yeah, so he's still he's I wanna, a dick. I wanna, but he, I think there's he's really no good place to bring this up, but this is a thought I had when they first revealed the like command center, and it's still bugging me because I still don't really have an explanation for it. So, the original five coins they had were the rangers before them, 
And okay. Rita was also previously a ranger, but this ship is specifically built for five people. Yeah. yeah. Also, also Rita will find out doesn't have a Zord. Like, there's some stuff that's weird about that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, and I, don't I really assume, have a... I assume, given the like mid credits stinger, like that's going to get somewhat addressed in the next sure. one. If but there I, is, I, I, I like the idea that they they were on this spaceship and Rita just didn't even have a seat, and Zoran was like, <laughs> "Oh no, Rita, you can just stand there." Oh, it's fine. Oh, Rita, you don't get a special morphing spot. Or a Zord. Yeah. And then like, wait, Rita, why are you killing us all now? We always... Oh, I oh, mean, this ship yeah. could have been built after Rita turned on them. Sure. True. Well, it's I'm assuming assume- the ship launched the meteoroid. Also, Alpha has had literally like a million plus years to modify this fucking thing. So <laughs> Just spitefully, like, to hack off the one pod that was for Rita. So fuck you, Rita's pod. Fuck you, Dragon yeah. Zord. We let's, don't want you here anymore. Let's let's actually talk about what Rita's been up to the whole time yes. all of this ranger yep. training has been happening. So, so Rita's yeah. stealing killing, the gold teeth out of I was about to say Rita's mouths. been killing cops and bum fighting and yep. Christ if I wish well, she, I, I she wish was I dug was up as like a mummy by a fishing boat. Yep. And right. then she wakes up and it, they actually set it up by like kind of a weird horror scene. Where it's she, a like, limp yes. ass jump scare where she kills a police officer. Yep. Yeah. But she she just murders like a homeless dude for his teeth, which we've mentioned a million times. Um, <laughs> and she looks so when we check back in with her, she looks she's still incredibly people. grody, but less grody than full mummy. Yeah, which right. yeah, seems she, to she's, imply she, that she's like slowly gathering. Oh, this strength. Is, yeah, this is, this is totally a mummy thing where the more yeah. people more people she kills, the hotter she looks. And Except yeah. it's not murders; it's literally she's powered she by gold. gold. Yep. Yeah. There's yep. a there's a really really great scene where she goes to a jewelry store. Yep. Yeah. She's so so okay. So the first scene is she kills a bunch of hobos for their gold teeth. Yep. I I know Matt. <laughs> I know you hate this. I don't you're like this. Him, either. Like screaming, and she's like bashing the shit out of them. And there's like the Wilhelm scream, and you see like the bloody gold teeth on the ground. Like who the so, fuck? When they announce when they announced Elizabeth Banks was going to be Rita, I was picturing her doing a like screamy, over the top, dramatic thing like Rita in the show had. I mean, well, she, she kind of gets there. She gets later. there later. Yeah, but. Yeah. But this, the time we spend with her now, she's doing more of a, like, intense thing, and I don't like it. Yep. So I don't like this first scene. Nope. I think it's bad. I think it's gross. I think it's un, un- it's unnecessarily violent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's not just violent, it's dark violent, which has yeah. never been the Power Rangers. Right. Like, I, I do not like this part. That yeah, said, but the second scene we see her in... The jewelry is, store is so good, she eats yep. a necklace! <laughs> she, she walks up to the counter and goes, give me your gold! And the lady's like, oh, sure? She pulls out, like, a gold necklace and she just and fucking she, like, takes it and eats it. Yeah, and she, like, hits the security button. And the lady's, like, right away on her, like, sign and alarm button and click, 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 click. It was still, it was still way too much, like... Weird, creepy alien. See, yeah. I, th- I thought that this was into campy by the second so, time. Yeah. But like, I, I largely agree with Zach here. I like the scene, but it does highlight one of the weird... And th- this isn't directed at any one specific scene in this movie, I feel, with the exception of the hobo murder, because what the fuck? Um, it's just weird 
seeing a cop show up and just, like, rack the main villain in the chest with a pump-action shotgun. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Power Rangers yeah. doesn't have normal guns it's in it. It's just like, weird, yeah. because it was a goofy show about a rapping pumpkin, and now you have police officers. Well, well, hold on, just... it wasn't about a rapping pumpkin. <laughs> okay. no, it was about <laughs> no, a rapping pumpkin. You know, pumpkin. I choose to believe season one of Power Rangers <laughs> is about a rapping pumpkin. Okay. All monsters are retconned into the rapping pumpkin. Okay, that's fine. It's peripheral about the superheroes that fight him. So, oh so, my god. So yeah, in this just, scene... It's weird. Go ahead. No, I was pretty much done. It's just like one of those weird tonal dissonance things. Yeah, I, really for- ha- I really hate like how serious they went with a lot of just like the imagery and the focus of the movie in a lot of ways. You can have a more serious Power Rangers. That's totally fine, but like I don't they, know. They, you can weird. be serious without being dark, and they did not have yeah. that line. I think yeah. that first thing is way too dark. I the scene where she eats a fucking necklace <laughs> and then like caresses this gold necklace to make it grow into a, her staff. Yep. And and then I mean, is yeah, like that, yeah. Tim Burton's Power Rangers was an interesting experiment. <laughs> I agree. I I mean, and then she like is like I must summon my pretties and like makes the yeah. putties come up. Like I like Yeah, this, her this a lot. is the exact yeah, moment. This is the exact moment where Rita goes from being like the worst thing in this movie to being like the best. <laughs> yeah, which, which so she, they set it up earlier that she's going to make her Goldar. Like that's something they tell us uh, very early on. Is and, watch out, Goldar's coming. Don't let a, her build that Goldar. There's a nostalgia bent to the way she talks about Goldar that makes his actual Goldar execution all the work. Yeah, Goldar is fucking like, shit. They're actively movie. taunting us with all I the mean, Goldar so, stuff in So this. I will, like, we've talked about this enough. We don't need to go into it. Yeah. The Goldar in this movie sucks. It's just a big gold yep. monster. Like, yep. right, but Right, but the problem is they keep talking about it like, hey guys, it's Goldar. Like, they yeah, they do up. keep talking well, about it. And it's not just that Goldar is like the super minion. Goldar is like this apocalyptic end of the world, like harbinger, like the silver surfer. Like, yeah, what it, the we, fuck? they keep talking to us like, once she builds that Goldar, it's all over. Don't let her build. It's a fucking goofy lion man with wings. Like, so, so the Goldar that they keep whatever. saying, like, she's had this before. Like, it's very clear that she has summoned Goldar before. She wants to rebuild Goldar. When Maybe she sees Goldar was him, her Zord. When she makes him at the end, she's well, like, I mean, oh, my friend, yeah. I've missed you. Like, so I don't know exactly right, and that, what's that going actually, on that there. line was where I was like, okay, they're just actively taunting okay. us at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. in, in the, okay, in the interest of speeding this up, yeah. We fast forward. Uh, Rita actually starts attacking the Rangers directly. More specifically, she attacks Trini. Trini at her home in her sleep. Which, okay, how hard is everyone else in Trini's family as sleepers? So, right. so real quick, bet- between this and that, we have the uh, the campfire scene we've mentioned yep. before. The, the right, we've covered everything that happens in it, but that's where it happens. Yeah, that, that's yep. where they kind of bond. And well, I mean, the, the only the, the, thing I want to mention is that Billy, Trini, and Zach all open up, but specifically uh, Kimberly Jason, Kimberly and Kim- Jason and Kimberly do not. Well, Jason well, says, Jason you already does. know what he my says, deal like, is. You all already know what my yep. shit is. Which yeah, is yep. a reflection and a, like a cop-out. But like, no, the thing about the base, I was about to say, in Jason's case, yeah, in Jason's case, it's actually true. They yeah. know his deal. And, and also the football kinda... star of the high school, so his downfall yeah. was well known to everybody. And also yeah. we yeah. get into his shit in a second. But anyway, so the deal is... That happens then. Then, yes, Tri- uh, uh, Rita attacks Trini at home. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and she meanwhile, the super creepy, like, yeah. Tim Burton film shtick. 
Yeah, yeah she, she tries to okay. strangle her. She tries to tell Trini, if you betray your friends, I'll let you live, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and, the, like, yeah. that is, it's the default villain deal, is you, you deliver your friends to me, I'll let you live. Yes. Uh, I feel like what separates this for me is, like, Elizabeth Banks is very clearly having a lot of fun. I mean, she, yeah. Yeah, she's having a lot of fun delivering, like, very, like, dark and, like, psycho-violence stuff like yeah she's having fun with it but it's not a fun scene yeah no i, 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 I yes it it's fun, a dark scene and it's supposed to make us think that maybe trini will have a crisis of conscience which is I guess funny at some point Joel, i feel like later. I've, yeah, i guess this is your prerogative uh, i i feel like you just didn't like this was not a mystery of a movie like it, and i feel like you didn't really try to adjust your expectations of it at all. No, because I do not want it to be like this. I do not Okay, like but it was always going to be like this and you may as well accept that and move on and judge it on its own merits. I Okay, well, uh, my judgment is still bad because I don't like that tone. Like oh, I don't okay. see why I should be giving it credit for being something I don't like just because I knew I wasn't going to like it. Right. Well, I mean, that's fair, I guess. But to me, uh, this scene is fun because she is like, yes, she is doing like, I'm going to kill you, but the way she's doing it, I found to be a lot of like, it's super it's, over it's, the top. Like, yeah, she chews okay. the hell out of Trini's bedroom right there. And yeah, she, like, she does this thing where she like Trini, like kind of counterattacks her and puts her up into a wall. And yeah. uh, she goes like, no, don't hurt me. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, also. Like, this is a weird place to bring this up, but I don't know where it is. Apparently, Rita's like wet all the time, like as in literally. Yes, like, every she, a lot. she's like yeah. drooling or something. I don't. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it's because she was in the ocean, I guess. Also, but, really have to speed through yeah, the rest she was of in this. The ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, the, the, there's also two other scenes that happen in parallel with this scene. One of them is yeah. Kimberly sneaks into Jason's room, and this is presumably where they made out and they cut that scene, which I'm glad they did. Uh, but in, in what is left in the movie, she comes clean to Jason about what she did, which is kind of one of the darkest actual things in this so movie. So here's, here is what I gathered the second time I watched it. Kimberly used to date this dude. She, um, she no longer does. Uh, it, it's not explicitly said. Yeah, he was dating her one of what? her friends. Right. And um, she had a nude of that friend. It's implied well, or something. It's, it's either implied. a nude or like this woman, this girl is like drunk or something like yeah. that. And it's she sends a picture. the important thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. She it's sends a picture photo. of her to Ty saying, is this the kind of girl you'd bring home to your mom? And then Ty calls her terrible and she yep. punches him in the face. Yeah, and knocks like, a tooth loose, which and is then, repeated. There's actually a couple times. quick gags about how she says she knocked out his tooth, and then someone else in the room says, "Well, they put it back." Yeah, yeah. So the, the deal really, is, yeah, okay. So what she says is that, like, basically, up until this point, Kim didn't really like consider what happens to other people when she does things, mm -hmm. and then she is forced to sit in in. Like detention with with this uh, girl's dad. It wasn't in detention. It was in uh, like the principal's office, right? With yeah. this girl's dad, as he like talks about what happened and like why he's upset. But, and she... okay, this is this is kind of fucked up because the the what she said was, I had to watch his face as he was shown the picture. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's Which like. Is I don't why know why would the, you would. Why did you yeah. do that? Yeah. Why would Mr. You Kaplan that? is an asshole? Also in this <laughs> continuity. <laughs> Um, okay, so really, 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 really fast version, like seriously, my kids to go to work in an hour version of the rest of this. So, 
Uh, Billy also Googles where to find Zero Crystal, and it tells yeah. him Krispy Kreme. Well, hold Kreme. on, hold on, because, and I will go fast, but I, I do want to talk about this, because to me, it's like one of the most important things for, for Jason's character as well, because he, he says, like, we'll delete the picture, and she says, I can't, everybody's already seen it already, and he goes, okay, well, that means you have to live with it, but just because, and Matt, we talked about this before, and I wrote it down. He says, you did an awful thing, but that doesn't make you an awful person. And the idea for both Kim and Jason's characters is through this movie, they keep making, especially Jason, he keeps making bad decisions. Um, but in a little bit, he's going to actually own up to them. And what they say near the end Here. is that, uh, um, Rita, who used to be a hero and becomes evil, she through this whole thing is like, I'm worthy. I'm still worthy. You, nobody can tell me that what I'm doing is wrong. I know I'm the only person who can say what's right, basically, is her okay. shit. Couple of so, things about this because I felt this. We don't have a lot of time, so I'll try and speak through it. A couple of things about this. One, this is bullshit. Jason never act. Jason owns up, but he never actually changes. He gets saved by bullshitty Deus Ex Machina time and time again. He's still a terrible team leader who's still terribly leaning his team, which gets people killed, coincidentally. Um, Rita's thing comes right the fuck out of left field right at the very end of the movie and is a total non-point prior to this. So it feels super tacked on and totally not earned. <laughs> Done. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I disagree, so, but that's the that we have now laid it out for you, the listener. All so. right. So the next thing that happens, and I actually really like this, is that Trini like does not even consider uh, taking Rita up on her offer. She immediately yeah. goes to the rest of the team and says, "Hey, it's weird. Rita, it's weird. fucking when somebody tries to kill you and then offers you a deal to join up with them. That's not a very compelling offer." <laughs> yeah. 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 So well, I mean. Like, I mean, she's seen a movie, I guess, and knows how this right. shit would go. And she's like, hey, guys, we need to do something about Rita, and we need to do something now. And Jason's like, you know what? He, he gives the pep talk of, you know what? I fucked up a lot in my life. Uh, we may not be able to morph, but we still have to try and do something to stop Rita. So let's and, fuck up again. Bill, yeah, I was about yeah. saying, then Billy's like, maybe we should talk to Zordon instead. And Jason's like, nah, we got this. This is the biggest fuck up Jason does in the whole movie. He says, yep. no, let's just go kill her with pipes. Yep. Like, literally, yeah. let's just grab pipes and shit and go beat this woman to death. So, so they meet, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah, so yeah. They, no, meet, I, they meet Rita in the docks. Uh, it does not surprise, go well for them. She beats them handily. Uh, she ties like, them all to a boat. I like that fight scene, just real quick. I yeah. thought it was cool. She beats the absolute shit out of them. It's yeah. not close. I would have liked <laughs> she, it more if it wasn't almost entirely CG. Well, fair enough. Also, um, some of the shots are really weirdly distant, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. It's actually fine. So, so uh, Rita ties them all to a boat. And says, like, okay, one of you fuckers knows where the Zeo Crystal is. If you tell me, I'll spare your friends. So here's I the don't thing. know how she, she knows that. She literally knows that somehow. The okay, only- here's here's how, and I'll tell you how, because it's not edit. This movie's not edited particularly well. I think there's some stuff that got cut out. Mm-hmm. But after having seen it a second time, when she goes to Trini's house, she calls Trini Didi multiple times. Yeah. Which is what Zach thought her name was earlier. Yeah. yeah. And she knows specifically who knows who the Zeo, uh, who ha- knows where the Zeo crystal is, which Billy does. I think that the, the 
coins have some kind of like empathic link. See, I, I assumed that the movie just does never. Does that is, not yeah, yeah you are doing a lot of legwork for this. Also, movie. wouldn't that wouldn't that let them know where like what Rita was up to? Well, the if they knew called? how to access their powers, sure. But re- the okay, thing is, Rita that's has yeah. like yes. generations of experience. Right. With this. So I don't think they right, do so, a good job of that, but I'm pretty sure that that's what they're saying. So okay. the so quick version. Uh, uh, Rita Banks choose the scenery for a while. Uh, oh, sorry, Elizabeth Banks choose Rita the scenery. Banks. <laughs> Rita Banks. Rita Banks. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rita uh, starts killing Zach, and then Billy cracks. Is like, no, I'll tell you where it is. He says it's at the Krispy Kreme, because of course. Yeah. And then, no, and the word Rita- Krispy Kreme gets said like five times in the next twenty at the seconds. The Krispy Kreme. Yeah, the Krispy Kreme. The Krispy Kreme. This yeah. is yes, the part the Krispy, I thought yeah, worked so, of this. Thought it was really good, you guys. Um, because she says. The Krispy Kreme. It must be a very special place. Oh, <laughs> like, that oh, made Jesus. me laugh. So good. So, mm, I right. like this donut. So, so bottom line, <laughs> uh, she cuts Billy's rope and he falls into the ocean. No, and she, like, drowns. energy blasts him. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, it's some weird shit. Billy dies. She kills Billy. Yep. Yeah, she drowns Billy and leaves. Hey, uh, and the black I, guy dies in this movie. Yeah, I had notes for that. Of course, it's the black guy who dies. Ha, now, ha, ha. we're not joking. This isn't This isn't fucking Kingdom Hearts. Oh, no, Goofy died. No, Billy he's is dead. fucking dead. Yeah, they also, re- she releases them, and she basically says, like, whatever. Like, you guys are nothing. Because she's Have, have fun and, trying to not, not be on time to save your drowning friend. Peace. Yeah. And then, um, basically, they take Billy's corpse. Yeah, they literally carry him all the way to the command center. <laughs> like, um, it's there are some very like this is the this is. It's kind of Jesus-ish. Two yeah, quick like things. Bit toward the me, end of the third uh, Matrix movie, scene, where the tentacles are carrying you around. Two two quick things. Uh, one <laughs> is that so far, as much as there's not a ton to Kimberly's character, uh, several times in this movie, when Jason is like frozen, she goes. Like, at this point, she's like, fucking pick him up with me. Like, we're taking him with us. There's yeah. a couple times where Kim is the one who's like, we need to do this now. She's the, yeah, she's now, the doer. She's the, the I will say, the I, no, no real, ca- not casting shade on the scene, just an observation. Made a lot of small children in my theater cry. Yeah, sure. It's they supposed were to be sad. sad. I mean, and so, also Stand By Me is the music choice they made. Yeah, they which, fucking, which, yeah, it's, it's, really a, it's a bummer makes us cry. It's a bad cover of it, it though. It's yeah. not the it's not the actual song, but um. So anyway, of course, the adults in the room don't buy it for a second that Billy's gonna stay dead, and they do sort of hail mary where they. <clears throat> Sorry, hello. <laughs> no, I was just saying my turn to nitpick now. Oh, they go ahead. Super, Sorry, they have super strength. Why does it take four people to carry Billy? <laughs> well, maybe they also have it's out of respect, Luke. Luke. <laughs> uh, yes. Go, go ahead, uh, Simon. Sorry. Yeah. So okay, they they do sort of a hail mary where they like, well, maybe Zordon has a way to bring him back to life, so they bring him to Zordon and try Which to. Which they have no him. reason to believe, but does happen to be the truth. No, we do though, because Jason saw Zordon talking about the fact that the morphing grid can bring someone back to yeah. life. Oh, actually, yeah, I forgot. I forgot he saw that. So yeah, this is fair enough. Right? Yeah, they go there and. It's kind of like they all basically say, can we, can, like, they all basically imply that they would offer themselves up to be sacrificed in, in exchange for Billy's life, and this self-sacrifice is what powers the Morphing Grid enough that so not, they're So it's not just now. that, though. It's also the fact that, uh, as, as he said, uh, Zordon said, you have to drop your masks. Yeah. Uh, or whatever. Z- Jason says, this is my fault. And everyone's like, no, it's not. You know, we did, a- we did it as well. And he- Jason's like, no, 
I made the decision. It's my fault. I'm like, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah. And that is kind of what makes the, makes it work. Basically yep. the, the grid turns on and uh, alpha's like, Okay, oh, Zordon, you can come through now. Yeah, Zordon, yeah. you can go through. For just a second, I think this movie is about to replace Billy on the team with Zordon. That'd be fucking. Like, I would be sad fuck? because yeah. I like Billy in this movie, but yeah. I would, it would also be the biggest left field turn. Of yeah, that would fucking that would actually like, seriously subvert your expectations. It would yeah. actually been super interesting. <laughs> yep. But anyway, but of course, comes Billy doesn't life, stay there. Uh, everyone's real happy. Yeah, Zordon, uh, Zordon says he basically Alpha gave up his Zordon chance. Zordon can't come through anymore. Only one yep. can go. Zordon's yep. like, that's fine. That they yeah, can Zordon specifically made the choice not to go because he recognized. Yeah, and which is the big character growth. He moment says for Zordon. something which I like, which is there. There can only be one ranger. This is your team, not mine. Yeah, and- because he was so good at leading the team. Whatever, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> And, so uh, Jason says it's morphin time because he's contractually obligated. Yep. Boy, uh, and then they morph. I don't like his reading of that line. I mean, at all. Here's the thing that I agree it wasn't good, but we can't criticize too much because there've been a lot of bad ones on the show too. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But so um, they morph. We they they go out and they fight some putties on the rest of the movie is fighting. Kind basically. of. Okay, let's just say this because we're, a we're short on time and b. Uh, I think we kind of all agree on this. I don't think that the Power Rangers part is the good part of this no, movie. It's, nope, I, it's not. Literally, the worst I mean, episode of the show we've seen so far has had more and better fight scenes than this movie. It's. I mean, it's it's fine. Like I don't like. I so, yeah. wasn't like ew. It, like you. I, I said, you know what? I thought it was about on par with quality with the rest of the movie. It's adequately fine. Yeah. So there we go. Here's yeah. my take. Um, so I was one of the people that. I didn't love this movie or hate it. I was kind of 50-50. But what I found was that the parts of the movie that I loved were the parts I expected to hate, which was the stuff with the actual teenagers and their mm. problems and their having yeah. to learn to be a team and all that stuff. And the stuff I hated was the stuff I expected to love, which is all the like actual Power rangers thing we're about to get to. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the putty fight is very good. That was the I most yeah, the putty fight part. The thing about the putty fight is that the stakes are so low because you know this is just bullshitty filler. Yeah, because it's sure. like, like, and also we've already seen Rita building Goldar, and she's heading to the town to wreck it because she wants to destroy so, that Krispy Kreme, Krispy yeah. Kreme, Krispy Kreme to get that zero crystal. Yeah, but this is almost an example of like having too much budget making something less interesting. Yeah, no, because that's it was exactly, one thing when yeah. it was like corny, goofy monsters just like slap fighting each other with like goofy swing sets and all that shit. Here it's just. CGI yeah, it's rangers CG, punching yeah. CGI rock monsters right, who CGI explode, and it looks fine, but whatever. That was that was going to be my comment on it too, Matt. Was that the the benefits to the crappy filler fights on the show is that they have actual martial artists just doing martial arts to right. like fill time, and that's like there's an implicit excitement or you know fun to be had there because it's yeah. kinetic. This just yeah. was very clearly stock standard CGI fight. Yeah, I, and, yeah, I and think you don't the, get stuff like the Green Ranger like punching a putty and having that putty like reverse frame shot roll up a hill and just goofy. Oh, shit one like that. quick note, Matt, to yep. that though. And I'll shut up after this. Is no, it's fine. But the shot of them jumping out of the water 
super looks like reversed footage. It yeah, isn't. It does. It's but bad. it actually made me go like, oh man, they do just that like shit the Power all Rangers. the time. In the show. Yeah. <laughs> also, just like the Power Rangers, they totally dubbed in some yeah yeah during the the yes. in person yeah, fights with the putties, yeah. which was cool. The, the putty fight is my least favorite part of this whole movie. Yes. I think that the Zord fights are it's a lot better. better. They're, yeah. they're not my. I, that's fine. They're not my I mean, favorite, but I speaking think of another thing that's very Power Rangers, Rangers, that's when we get the go go power. You know that for twenty for like twelve seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. So there's no build up. So here's the thing: that it's the 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 Rangers after having just beaten a bunch of putties, see the Goldar walking toward the city, and are just like, "Well, we're gonna need the Zords." Smash Goldar cut. walking towards it, the city. Actually, good shot. Go ahead. Yeah, but then it's just instantly we cut to the Zords running. And the Power Rangers theme kicks in, and we just out get some footage. Out of nowhere. Like, out of nowhere. And then after about 20 seconds, the theme goes away. There's no there's no buildup. Yeah. We don't get the guitar going. So let me... Like, there's no even summoning sequence. Like they just After a few seconds, it starts being Kanye West's power, and I really wish they had just kept playing the Power Rangers song just throughout the this power whole time. The problem yep. is that you can't have Power Rangers in a Power Ranger movie, apparently. Yeah. So, so, so let, me, let me talk about this real quick, because I go got the... Um, I got the soundtrack for this uh, because, of course, I did. And the the track on the that's about the Zords, the Zords like riding out. It's called like "Let's Ride" or something, whatever. They all those names are pointless. But um, that track that plays is orchestral music, and it builds. And then there is a thirty second bit that's basically an orchestral version of the. Power Rangers theme that's woven into the rest of the track. That track is what plays here, except that for some reason, they took that 30 seconds that's orchestral on the soundtrack album out and replaced it with a vocal and guitar version. And then it goes back into the orchestral music and that it explains, does not work. Yeah. That explains why it feels so out of fucking nowhere. And like, yeah, yeah, like if they had just left it how it is on the soundtrack, I think it would have been fine. Yeah. It just, it, it begins suddenly with a smash cut. It ends abruptly as the running transitions of the fight scene. Yep. It doesn't last long enough to have any real impact. It doesn't fit like musically with the rest of the soundtrack. It just, it's so jarring. It's just, also, it's just 20 seconds of, hey, it's the thing. Do you remember the thing? Okay, okay. back to the movie we wanted to yeah. make. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Luke. I was going to say, my thing, I think that one s- shot with that music is fine. In a vacuum, I like it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, me too. Um, to me, the problem is that, I don't even mind that it's jarring. I think that's fine too. It's that this movie is not goofy and campy and silly in a way that that fits. Yeah, yeah. If I think it was, is in like if, spots, if, if, but not if, enough. If this movie was Scott Pilgrim, that moment would be fine. That's a good sure. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like the moment itself, but it cuts off much too quickly, and it yes. kind of comes out of nowhere. That's my problem. And this is right after they're like, "Let's go kill Rita." After yeah, okay. they get so Billy this back, is, it's just this is after she raises Goldar, right? Yes. Yes. Because, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we over. Rita of, says, yeah, "Make my monster grow." Right. Yeah. Building Goldar, which is good. Jarring inserts that don't fit everything. That yeah. line just hit like a that. That truck. was a huge, huge wink at the camera. That line. So I. Yeah, I, but it was. It's fine. But yeah. And she kind of mumbles it. She's like, eh, "Something, something, something." Make my monster grow. Yeah. If they wanted to make it a wink, they should have made it more of a wink. It was too. So wimpy. I guess. So when they get to town with the Zords, Rita has 
a way better scene where she uh yep. uh Kimberly shoots at her with the the Zord and she's like uh oh, go, oh uh, we again gloss over okay I'm sorry to keep interrupting we glossed over literally my favorite scene in the movie which oh, okay, is go ahead. when the rampage starts and she finds the Krispy Kreme. Yes, and yes. she is she is uh, uh, Mike, I know you hate this, but her but Rita Repulsa stomping through Angel Grove screaming, "Where is the Krispy Kreme?" <laughs> blowing up buildings and going, "Nope, not that one." No, is not amazing. that one is one of the best <laughs> right. gags, probably like the best gag in the movie. And this no, is the, the, only- the best gag of the movie comes a little bit later when she finds it because as Goldar starts raining destruction down, she walks in, yeah. grabs a couple and- of donuts, sits down and starts munching. And, like, her just, like, bulldozing, like, abandoned buildings, just acting like a dickhead for the sole sake of acting like a petty, vindictive dickhead was the only thing in this movie, well, one of the only things in this movie that felt like Power Rangers. And I, also, I do really wish that they had made it so that Goldar decided to attack that building, and it was more of a, God, no, that's the wrong one, yeah. like, just yes, mad that Goldar. Been good. Yeah. But, yeah. but, yeah, so she, so... Kim shoots at her with the the pterodactyl sword and she turns around and again she uses a phrase that the rangers use earlier which is dino she calls them dino cars. She yeah. says, "Oh, they've got their suits and their dino cars." Well, fuck it and just summons which a million point putties. Which order Rita Cars don't fly. Re- uh, Kimberly has a dying well, plane, clearly. She, yes, she, she's true. only been in this world for 11 days. She hasn't had time to catch up quite as well, much. Well, here's the so. thing. Why would she call them dino cars? Like, because the Zords were a thing during her previous existence. Right. I, think she, was, I think she was being intentionally disrespectful because she doesn't I think she's yeah, being a, a dick. Yeah. snotty thing to say. Yeah. 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 I think she's just being a jerk because she's Rita. Yeah. Yep. I, I again, I. Th- I totally agree with Matt. I think that her first scene is way too much, but I really like her later on in, in the movie. No, I think later on she's solid. And if she, and if they had kept this up throughout the whole movie, I wouldn't have any. I, I think this unlike would be Goldar, who is never solid. Character. Yeah, she gets yeah, liquid Goldar a bit at the end too, because he's so, a liquid metal, and then solid yeah. again. Yeah. So I'm going to do what we usually do on the show and cut the action scene down to the highlights here. Right. Yep. Yeah, okay. the Zords fighting the army of putties is awesome. There, there are some cool putties. There, well, there are shitloads of putties. I, yep. um, I think but, we're being generous with the term awesome here. No, I, think I, there I'm are not. Some I mean cool it. Uses. I mean that awesome. I like that movie, remember? I thought that it, it was is, awesome. It is, it okay. is nice to see a bunch of rock men fight a Tyrannosaurus. Yes. I, yeah, I, it's I, also I, nice to finally see the Power Rangers in a movie titled Power Rangers 90 <laughs> minutes into the fucking I, I think film. that there are some cool uses of the individual Zords in this. I like. Yeah, I do the, agree. I actually really like when Kimberly, and this is a little so, later, when Kimberly tag team, does surfing runs and does the tag yeah, team so with Billy. I, was, I or, did want to point that out because as much as I don't like most of this fight scene, I do actually really love how they use Kimberly as support doing like strafing yeah. runs and more importantly m- more than once like lifting up zords to like- uh the way they they beat goldar the first time is she fucking hooks the triceratops uh triceratops zord like a drill at goldar it's awesome yeah. i like, love that, that, part. that part another, was good another but, thing um, i like jason still has the shittiest zord Seriously, yeah, it kind of ca- does. Jason just has the shittiest Zord always. It's kind of so. Amazing, one thing actually, I the, the quick moment that happens. I think we. I don't know if we talked about it off air or not, but uh, there's a moment where like they highlight the mean girls that uh were said stuff about Kimberly earlier, like getting their car wrecked, and Kimberly's like, "Yes, 
And that doesn't well, also, work the, the, because the, the whole... What makes that double better, though, and it's still not good, but what makes it a little better is that also the bill, the bully that picked on Billy mm, yep. yeah. happens to be there, runs yes. from the carnage, and falls yep, into yep, the yep. back of the mean girl's car, uh, yep, 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 and then care. it gets wrecked. I don't care. Uh, the point <laughs> is that... Uh, like the whole thing with Kimberly is that no, no, they were right. I'm a monster. Like that, you can't have a moment of catharsis when people yeah. are rightfully cutting you out of their lives. If these yeah. girls are bulk and skull, that fits perfectly <laughs> because they've done nothing wrong and they're just bullying them. Yeah, so right. that's I mean, that yeah, works. Luke, you're you're right. It doesn't fit yeah. her character arc. That's yeah. correct. So I, I agree. The other cons- the other major incident with civilians yeah, is when Jason's gone. dad Jesus comes dad. back and his truck flips over. And Jason, I guess, gets out of the Zord to go Why save his dad. Get out yep. of the Zord, the car is flipped and on fire. Flip the car upright for oh my god! It it's so there can be a scene where the dad sees Jason in his armor and kind of co- seems to sort of know it's Jason, no, but he it, doesn't have any no, idea. Anyway, the way they stare at each other but, plays like he's proud of his son in that moment, and it's the, weird. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I here's my here's my problem with that is the movie tries to have it as this triumphant moment of heroism, but that's yeah. literally the only civilian any of them try to save. That's yep. true. People are dying left and right. They are contributing to as much destruction as Goldar I mean, is. At least Angel Grove is a small town in this movie, so it's more believable that civilians manage to flee the carnage instead of yeah, like, no, toppling skyscrapers. Dead. Yeah, no, a lot of people get killed I, in this. Because yeah. like you can see like the impact marks, and I'm not blaming saying, oh, the Rangers are just killing people, but you can see the impact marks from I like, mean the Rangers kill a well. shitload of people in the show. They just don't talk about it. But yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I will say real quick, my favorite bit of Ranger versus Put Putty is this quick thing with those two putties it's a cool kick like uh oh like, yeah where it does like the badass flip kick or whatever yeah it's pretty thing. neat it's just very it's cool. fast and then it's over um yeah. also so, real quick i something that i forgot to mention but i think is neat and then we'll move on i promise uh every street in angel grove is named after a city from the power rangers shows oh really but yeah there's, there's multiple that's great streets yeah. in Angel Grove. Well, well, yes, but there's uh, Reefside, and I wrote some of them Stone down. Canyon? No, no Stone oh. Canyon, but there's... Uh, there's uh, something Bay, I don't remember. Yeah, Mariner Bay yeah, and Mariner Reefside Bay. are the two yep. that I wrote down, yeah. yeah. And then there's a couple others. Okay. Uh, anyway, sorry, go ahead. So, uh, to kind of cut to the finale, they think they've killed Goldar because they did that sweet thing where uh, the, the Triceratops... The Triceratops, yeah. Yep. Um, but then the Goldar gets up and they're just like, okay, we just have to keep this thing away from the Zeo crystal uh, yep. in the crater in the ground where the Krispy Kreme used to be because, like, Goldar dug through it. We didn't really talk about that, but whatever. Fuck it. Um, and they just sort of, like, try and form a, like, they stand side by side and Kimberly's kind of above them in the pterodactyl sword. And they just try and kind of be like, hold they just the try line. and hold the line. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, they say hold the line a lot. And ultimately, uh, the Goldar monster overtakes them and pushes them into the hole. Yeah. And recreates that one really good scene in Toy Story 3. Yeah, kind of- that's literally say, what's happening. that scene where Rita destroys the Zords. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, but, but like, now, they are literally... I like this because, like, Billy is like, thank you all for being my friends. Jason says, nobody dies alone. We're all here together. And that fucking makes the Megazord. They friendship that Megazord out. Problem one... The Megazord just kind of melts together, and we never actually see anything combining. That's yes. me of the yes. biggest joy I get out of this fucking pro- uh, like. Yeah, that's that's the, the disappointment. Series. Yes. Two, it also gains like 
500% mass. Yeah, that's true. That the Zords are not that big. How small the Zords are. Yeah. Yeah. So what I thought was going to, in the moment, what I thought was going to happen, and I felt kind of robbed when it didn't, I thought what was going to happen was when Rita pushed them into the pit, um, because a, a, as it turns out in a second, Rita doesn't know that the Megazord is a thing. So maybe this has just never happened before or something. I don't know. I thought maybe in her hubris, she threw them into the Zeo crystal, and that unlocked like the oh. combining secret that of the Zords. That would have but actually no, made just... a lot of sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's not really what happens. They just sort of they fall into the pit and they come back out, and they're the Megazord. Yeah, it's and completely it's completely unexplained, which kind of sucks. I don't the think mega- it's unexplained. Okay. I think it's pretty explicit. It's because they're yeah, buds. It's, the, it's like, the same logic as what made them morph in the first place. Yeah, I mean, they listen, always I'm, not, I'm not a big and... fan of this movie, but you're really striving hard to not cut it even the tiniest break. <laughs> okay, okay, so here's the deal with the Megazord. The Megazord itself looks like fucking shit. The fight scene's okay. It's kind of like a slightly lower rent Pacific Rim, but there are worse things it's... to ape. They beat the shit out of Goldar. Goldar dies. They um, do suplex Goldar, which, I mean, there's not a lot about this movie I love. I'd say it sucks because it's a really slow and not very kinetic fight. But to be honest, the other Megazord fights aren't either because they're just guys in giant suits. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we, no, we I, probably I, should mention that in this scene, this movie once again makes one of our stupid headcanons actual canon because yes. they explain at length that each ranger controls a single body part yeah, in this yeah, part. And in fact, th- when they first try to move, they trip and fall down because yep. they're not moving together. Yep. Which I, I like that, that was, because that it's was a, a good touch. I'll give it's them an, again. It's an extension of like we have to act as See, a team Luke or gave him an inch. Work. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Anyway, they beat Goldar. Rita does the freak out thing where she doesn't take responsibility, and then they pimp slap Rita straight to the fuck to the moon, moon. <laughs> which is actually <laughs> at one long of the last scenes. we cut to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> looks like yeah. Looks actually we pan to the moon and then zoom a little bit to the moon and <laughs> looks like Rita's blessing yeah. off again. And, and there's uh, there's yeah. a little bit of a, a callback to a thing that I actually caught. I actually thought this was funny. There's a callback to the bit in the beginning where Jason slapped the bully, and yes. Billy says, "Like, did you just slap him?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." Isn't it weird? And the bully just goes, Haha, "It's like it's like the thing that you said that you said earlier." And uh, uh, none of you guys would get it because it was a thing with me and Jason. But but like, yeah, it. it, it I thought that was funny. Yeah, that just, Billy's like, like, "It's okay, buddy. I got it." Yeah, it's the cool. real, yeah, the realization that oh wait, this is an in joke. Nobody else gets it. Was yeah. Yeah, I will that, real was a, quick, that was another okay guy. I will yeah. real quick say the suplex on Goldar. I I like the fight fights more than I think some of you guys, but yeah. I, the, the suplex on Goldar feels like it has weight in a way yeah. that the other stuff didn't. That was why I actually the biggest liked. problem with pure CGI fighting is it's so hard to give it a it's, like, kinetic feel. It's not even just, hold on, I actually made an observation. It's not even just that it's pure CGI fighting that contributes. It's also the fact that they're specifically using low-impact energy weapons when they're just shooting at Goldar. So there's, like, probably, like, a good two minutes where Goldar is shoving them and they're just, like, firing at Goldar with pew-pew lasers and nothing fucking happens. Yeah, yeah the, the, It's the, just the... a really poor, it's, it's a really bad design choice because the weapons aren't diverse. The stuff they're where they're jumping weapons. on him and stuff works a lot better yeah. than the guns. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, like when they're yeah, actual when the monster punching. Mo- actual unit to unit interaction is what really Yeah, makes. like when the when the Megazord is punching Goldar, at least like it punches Goldar in the face and Goldar like reels back so, when it's energy weapons, it's beep, 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 And I want to point out yeah, something about so, the, the Megazord fight is Goldar creates his sword which was nice, but yes. I was really hoping the Megazord would summon some form of power sword. 
Yeah, yeah. well, it did, but it's those blades on its Kinda back. Kind of did. That's, it, yeah. it pulled them off its back. Yeah. yeah. It was but just so, okay. Something we, yeah. we kind of skimmed. When the Megazord comes together, the Rangers have to kind of learn to steer it because they do something that in the show is implied how it works, but it doesn't actually. But it's the idea that these Rangers are actually... Each of the four other Rangers are controlling one of the limbs. Right, yeah, and Jason right. We kind of has that. to. We mentioned that he, he doesn't really control anything directly himself, but he has to like co- sort of coach everybody, and they work as a team. So like yeah. the instant they start the fight, like they the Megazord falls down. Yeah, we like, said okay, that. hold on, hold we on, get that, get Mike. back up. We got to coordinate this. Yeah, yeah, we, we said all of this. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right. We did. When yeah. did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, and we, then we then the Megazord does a little hip sway thing at the end, which is uh, yeah, it's funny, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I liked yeah. that. I'm sorry, because... guys, we can't morph. I wasn't thinking about oh, the rest of you. Yeah, okay. so after they do it, there's a shitload of people right next to the Megazord for <laughs> oh, some yeah, fucking reason. Including cameos. Yeah, in, who haven't evacuated or run the fuck away. Apparently, the people in Angel Grove had just like no survival. No, I think they came over. back. I think they were had run, and then they were like, oh shit. But there's, why would you come back? There's I mean, literally I don't like, know. I'm just saying. I think that's it's what's literally happening. like 30 seconds, and there's this huge mob of people there. Like, it makes no fucking sense <laughs> at all. I, my, uh, Matt, it, to be to give them th- the most credit possible, there. I'm gonna say these are people who are trapped. Like their cars got destroyed or whatever, sure. and they literally couldn't get away. I, yeah. So rather than like first so, respond to the injured, they up whatever. So it. we get a Jason David Frank and Amy Jo Johnson cameo. I think it worked fairly well. It yep. it is just long enough that it's like obvious. But I had actually people say out loud, "Oh, it's them!" in the the theater. Yeah, which was nice. Uh, yeah. They're wearing it's, green. And it's pink. enough. Yeah, it's enough there that if you know who they are, you'll notice it. But if you don't, yep. like, you won't notice that there was a thing you were supposed yeah, to. Yeah, like, right. I yeah. really liked that Ghostbusters movie, but the cameos were a little too much, like, yeah, for if me. Yeah, if so. it's obvious to you that you're missing something, like, that's yeah. a bad yeah. cameo. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, oh, uh, there is a quick scene, and I mentioned it before, I think some significant stuff got cut from this, mm-hmm. because... Jason goes back to the command center yeah. and he deposits his power sword, which so doesn't matter in this movie. Like he's he, got he it. He slashed but, a couple of putties with it, and that's yeah, all it appeared it. for like two seconds. Like and yeah. and like Zordon is like, you've earned that. And there must have been a scene yeah. where Zordon's like, This is the tool of the leader, like et cetera, et cetera. Because this doesn't yeah. make so sense. What, what yeah. also doesn't make sense is for the toys, there's one of those in every color. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was weird too. But um, yeah, but it's just like we don't need it for now. But if if we do need it again, you know where to find us, and we'll come back and get it. And yada yada right. yada. I J- Alpha has, I think, the last spoken non like uh, uh, voiceover line, which is just like, "Wow, that was really dangerous." Okay, last, bye. He has the last line <laughs> that isn't Tommy Oliver. <laughs> Right. Well, yes. well, Zordon gives a voiceover about like you're all yeah. heroes. Oh, blah, blah, right. Yeah, right, and there's right, a little yeah. montage of them in detention, all you know, being friendly to each other and throwing that little throwing star yeah. note. And, and yeah, Zach and is spending more time with his mom, and yeah. Tree yes. is spending time with her brothers. She's she's yeah. fixing her room, and it's cute. And the yeah. Zach line is cute because uh, the mom is like, "There were five of them, like uh, great warriors," and Zach is like. Uh, oh, were they handsome or, or were they attractive or something like that? And then that's it. But 
then we cut to the closing credits and then mid credits. There is the like it's fine, but it's the most obvious. Well, sure. Yep. It, everything well, actually, about this movie is the most obvious thing. Well, sure. actually, didn't we? Didn't we predict Lord Zed? Not. Yeah, I did, Lord and Oliver. I was disappointed. I didn't expect Lord Zed. I, because I thought it was going to be Lord Zed. I yeah, think we knew that, it was going to be one too. or the other. Yeah, I would have liked fair. a dagger. And not just yeah. The I mean that Tommy that Tommy Oliver. tease was was too cheap. It was a too cheap a tease where it they was, just call well, his also, name repeatedly. Yeah, no. And, and also, yeah. I feel like it wore out its welcome. Like the the jacket and stuff was a nice touch, but then he just kept saying the name over and over, and it's like okay. Yeah, he should have said it, it once. And like the locker blowing up was oh, come on, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, that's it. We did it. We it took us like two hours and forty five minutes, but that's okay. We got Thank through it. Fucking god, we got through this. <laughs> and now okay, I so. never have to think about this movie again for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, we're not god quite willing. done yet because, like, does anybody have any stray thoughts they want to go back? Oh, and we left out the movie? the dumbass Transformers bit. I w- oh, I oh, was going to yeah. mention it and I forgot. There's a bit what? where oh, Jason's yeah. uh, t- the T Rex picks up. A, a Camaro that looks like Bumblebee and throws it, which I thought was a decent Thanks. gag, oh, yeah. except you, that then he says, sorry, sorry Bumblebee. Bumblebee. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no, don't Bumblebee. explain the joke. Yep. Just do it. Like, God. you don't have to do that. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm already thinking about the Michael Bay Transformers movie. You don't, you shouldn't remind me of it. Yeah. See, yeah. I was so, this close to saying that uh, Rita was going to join up with the Decepticons on the dark side of the moon, and <laughs> that's going to be the sequel. The, yeah, and I have a couple. She says there will be others. I have a couple stray thoughts. The one I'll say is, I think the uh, I mentioned it earlier. I I do sort of like the music. I know most people said they didn't notice it. Right. Well, this, I see. Just to explain that a little bit, I don't think that's an indictment because a good soundtrack yeah. should uh, sure. should enhance the film in a way that you aren't really conscious of. The, a the bad soundtrack would be noticeable. Yeah, the scene where they're doing their first power walk. And it has like some techno stuff going oh, on while it's yeah. also orchestral. I really liked that. I thought that was cool. So the music was cool, but that scene was again just one of the most cliche things. And it really <laughs> oh sure, I mean yeah. yeah, for sure. But I don't know. That's fine. Um, let's see. I mean, I kind of already talked about. I think we already talked about all the characters' arcs. I think Kim yep. is the most disappointing for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I, for me, yeah. it's Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you don't like him. I think I explained why I like him. I didn't have much invested in Jason being a character because he's such a nothing problem. I was uh, here's the issue with another issue with Jason even beyond the fact that I don't like how the movie frames him. Jason is easily one of the least interesting characters in the movie, and he gets the most screen time. That is, it shouldn't it it shouldn't have been Jason as the main character. It should have been fucking Zach. Well, Zach or Billy. Honestly, though, Matt, that's often a problem in like Sentai too. Is that the the Red Ranger gets the most screen time because he's the leader, but he's often right. But that's not an excuse. Say, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's also bad in the source also, material. The thing is, I, I I think I agree with the idea that Kimberly is more disappointing because Jason in the original source material is not already that great of a character. I mean, I love him, but, but he's not that great of yeah, a character. There, yeah. There's not. But much Kimberly, there. as played by Amy Jo Johnson, is actually a lot of fun and is maybe the best character in and *My I, Orphan*. And I think her actress is great. Like with what she has, she does. Yeah, fine, I thought but... she was kind of channeling Amy Jo Johnson. Almost. Yeah, I, I don't think any of the actors are to blame for any of my problems. No, nope, no. exactly. Um, I, I think I, I, you know, I don't disagree that Jason is a dick, but I think his arc works for me. If it doesn't work for you, then like, yeah, that's fine. 
His arc was his arc was yeah, his arc was perfectly serviceable. Um, but I mean, yeah, I don't really have that much to say about any other characters. I'm trying to think about anything. Does anybody else have anything while I thumb through these notes to see if I'm I'm trying to think specifically or just thoughts on the movie? Just anything, whatever. Uh, it's um, the movie whatever. Like the movie is yeah. just kind of whatever. Yep. It's I mean, Luke summed it up by saying it's a incred it could have been just about any teen movie and they just slapped a coat of Power Rangers on it. Yeah. It's, I, um, I, I'm yeah. willing to give them a little more and say they do just enough with the theme to justify its existence as a specifically Power Rangers themed piece of media. That being said, you have limited time and you have limited money to see movies. Right. Well, the part where I, I, I don't made a joke think... earlier, but Kong is in theaters right now, and that has right. better like giant <laughs> monsters in it. So go see right. that. Well, yeah, if you yeah. want to see like a campy fucking like monster movie, see Kong. Right. If you want like it's co- probably out of a lot of theaters now, but if you want a more serious movie, go see fucking Logan. Like right. don't don't don't. But, see uh, really just very specifically want '90s nostalgia. Beauty and the Beast is right there. I mean, I'll <laughs> I'll I'll, I'll say this. I will say this though. I have been watching our Facebook group and everything, and, like, I feel like if you're listening to this show, you most likely have seen it already. Right. Uh, I, if you... I I feel like if you're a big fan of Power Rangers, don't... I'm not going to tell you, like, go rush to see this, but, like, I feel like it's worth giving it a, yeah. a look. But also, if they've gotten point. to this point in the podcast, everything has been spoiled. Right. Yeah, right. also that. Um, yeah. Although it's Power Rangers, though. True. You basically know how my most thing, of it's going to go down. My, my thing is, I went and saw it. I enjoyed the movie. I had a good time. I don't regret the money I spent. I have zero interest in seeing this movie a second no. time under any circumstances. See, I've I've already seen it twice, and I'll probably go see it again. That's oh, that's nonsense God. to me. Like, <laughs> live your life, how you like it? Point. I cannot imagine bothering to watch this movie a second time. Or here's the thing: I feel like this was actually me watching this movie for the thirteenth or eighteenth or twenty-second right. yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. Man. Like, I, I spent most of this movie I've waiting this for movie them before. to get to the Power Rangersy parts. But no, what I was gonna say is the part where like the theme, the like, the friendship stuff doesn't land for me is A, they're together for a barely more than a week, so that makes it all feel kind of artificial to me and contrived. And the other element of it is that, like, they're not developing as, like... They don't have a conflict that they're overcoming. They're all kind of buddies right from the jump, and it's not like we need to learn to work together and appreciate each other. No, they're all just kind of friends, and they're just like, "All right, yeah, let's just they hang were out." Given powers, and had to figure out how they were, how they worked, and they managed to do that. Like that's not. But much it's not of a like like I'm trying to think of like like we were talking about this during a break in a different context, but like Guardians of the Galaxy, those that team of people kind of don't like each other at all, and constantly bristle up against each other, and they have to learn how to like relate to one another and become like a team, and then become friends as a result of that. Everyone in Power Rangers is just like, hey, yeah, I like you, Billy, and uh, I like Kimberly, too, and I don't know, Trini's kind of standoffish, but I like her, and uh, Zach, <laughs> you're a cool guy. Like, there's no dramatic tension in that friendship arc, so it's not satisfying when it gets resolved. Simon? I like this movie a lot. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> yeah. the, the, okay. the character arcs were really... Okay, it's not... It's far from being a perfect movie. It's not my favorite movie of the sure, year I'm so not, far. Yeah, yeah. In fact, of the three movies I've seen this year, it's by far the my 
third favorite of those. It's been a strong year for movies so far. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Lego Batman and Logan in this, so yeah, yeah, both of those are better movies for sure. Um, But it's so... It's such... It's it's such an unashamed thing that this kind of I feel like this movie gets the power. I would Rangers. not describe this movie as unashamed that, at all. That's given see, how that's the far that's the they're thing. trying to get away from the source. Material. See, I wanted no. to I wanted to talk about that because I thought it might be that, but and and I think this is going to be super div- div- divisive. But like, I I understand that you and Joel specifically feel like this movie is ashamed of Power Rangers. I, I didn't feel, the feel that way at all. Yeah. Like, well, no, I ashamed is maybe too a harsh a word, but like this is it wants to distance itself from the it idea wants to distance itself from certain elements of Power Rangers and keep others. And yeah. the way it picks out things piecemeal is super just fucking weird. It's, it, 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 it it's a movie that feels like it would rather have been doing something else. Yes. Uh, go ahead, Simon. Yeah, well, I'm, I was just going to say that thematically, I feel like the way that this movie is, you know, about friendship and, okay, it's not perfectly Every executed, for sure. I know, I know it is, but the, it was always very central and very important to the whole idea of Power Rangers, and I feel like that was the core of what they needed to hit with this movie, and they did it, and I liked every single character on this movie, even Zordon, whom I hate, but I feel like I hated him on purpose, kind yeah, of. Like, and I'll, I'll give he, he was Zordon he was entertainingly was a, a dick. Yeah. Um, you know, and okay, it's not, of course, yeah, it's too long. The build-up is too long, but I feel like it was still an exciting build-up, and the way that they keep sort of building up and having that carrot and keeping you, like, going, okay, so they, they, they train more and they build their friendship and stuff. It, it's long, but I feel like it kept me going and it kept me in, invested in this movie, even though it took way too long and the, the resolution was way too short. Like, so so yeah. I'll say this. Okay, go ahead. I, what I just want to say is I almost all the complaints that you guys have had, I don't like disagree with really. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, other than feeling like, like I genuinely feel like this movie is a pretty faithful, uh, representation of the themes of power yes. rangers it's not it is in not a power one-to-one rangers th- has a really flimsy and not yeah like, it does super like in-depth theme sure yeah, yeah it's super but like but i kind of the thing is and we talked about this on the on our like trailer thing the thing to me that's most important about power rangers is that it's about a group of people who and in the show, like they're friends already, but they come from different, you know, like walks of life. They wouldn't necessarily normally be friends. And this, they, to me, managed to take people who don't know each other at all at the beginning and make them genuinely feel like they care about each other. Now, they did that by using a lot of film tropes and like, uh, shortcuts and stuff like that. And I won't argue with that, but. It felt to me like these people cared about each other and were friends and sure, also not- that they uh, had, 
you know, grown as people by the end of the movie. And to me, those are the things that are most important to me about Power Rangers, like as the, a as a property. The so, problem with that, though, is those are the things you just discussed are not unique to Power Rangers as a property. No, they're not. But but I guess what I'm kind of, of saying is I don't really care. Like and the, I mean, the thing honestly, is, those things are barely things in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers because, as Zach mentioned, they were friends to begin with. They didn't have to overcome anything. Yeah, and like that's and that's totally fair if you don't care because like sometimes you just want to eat junk food, but let's call junk food well, out. Well, no, oh, Power yeah. Rangers is junk food, like a hundred percent. The whole thing yeah. is though, like, yeah, and to right, me, but I think I feel like for me the problem the, is the thing. The, can I say something? Yeah, like yeah, the thing ahead. about me when I was thinking about like a more serious take on Power Rangers and what it would look like. I know you didn't like the game, Zach, but like the wonderful one hundred one is like a way way better kind of imagining on like what a more i think what a more serious power rangers should look like because that game does have way higher emotional stakes it does have like people fucking dying and yeah i know you don't like but 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 so what i'll say is what i'll say is that the the i agree with you that this is many teen movies what i the thing is, though, what it isn't is many superhero movies, at least right now. Yeah. I feel like every fucking time I go to the superhero movies, it's about backstabbing each other and punching each other and well, even sure. superhero comics right now. Mm-hmm. And to me, seeing a bunch of superheroes who literally use their superpower is friendship. Like, I'm super down with that. And I, I really guess to me, like, it. yeah, OK, that's a cool idea. Now make a good story out of it. Right, uh, you didn't do part two of that. You yeah, just had a good like, idea, even, and they and barely, like, and they were beyond, barely actually superheroes in this movie. Yeah, and even beyond just like the story beats being like trite, there's weird editing problems. The movie is bloated like fuck. There's weird tonal problems. It's I mean, just, see, I, listen, I, 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 I want to make it like no one can take your enjoyment of this movie away from you, uh, and no one's going to convince you that the excitement and joy you feel when you watch that is not legitimate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to pull um, this, you didn't actually like the movie. But I, I because, do, like, no. I, I, you know, I, at the same time, I absolutely cannot follow you down that road and kind of don't understand it other than you really like Power Rangers and you would have loved this movie as long as it was not a As long as it wasn't, wasn't complete, Power yeah. Flash Rangers, basically. Uh, yeah. No, as long as it wasn't like Batman v Superman or something. I mean, I feel, yes. I, and, like and I, I'm going to wrap this up because we're just going to go yeah, in circles and I don't want to do yeah, that, but sure. I... I I feel like that's a little unfair because I genuinely think the characters and performances in this are largely good. I'll agree um, with you on part of that. The, I don't the think performances that performances were good. I don't think that they're original, but like I, and I'll say this, I've never particularly valued originality that highly. Like uh, in, in I, fiction. I agree with you, but like, if you're not going to have originality, you need quality. See also Band of Brothers. Right. Like, and, and, and that's the thing. And that's why I'm kind of going to wrap this up because I thought this was quality for the most part. Oh I think God. there are problems. And I, I think you need but, to do something original. I don't think it has to be an all new story or anything like that, but you have to have like an original presentation an original like interpretation of those tropes you have to do something that says this is different from every other version of this story because x yeah and in I, this I, case I, I would say in this case i would say x is because we bought the power rangers license well i was gonna say x is because rita repulsa the fucking space witch from power rangers beats up a homeless man and steals his teeth <laughs> right <laughs> 
right. and eats a bunch of Krispy Kreme and loves it. She loves it so much. That's the thing. The, my last thing on this, too, is regardless of other things about this movie, part of the reason I would not watch it a second time, the Krispy Kreme product placement is so egregious and in your <laughs> yeah. face that, like, I, I, all yeah. joking aside, I feel kind of gross watching it. See, I, the Krispy Kreme stuff was the only time I was fully enjoying it because that was the kind of absurd schlock that I'm used to from Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. the Krispy Kreme stuff. So let's wrap this up. I, I, I loved this. I really enjoyed it. If you don't, that's totally okay. Like we've always say, it's everything is super subjective. Uh, but I think that what I'll say is that, yeah, I did go into this wanting to like it. Sure. But I was also scared that it would be something that was super dark. And right. though I know that some some of you guys feel like it was, I really don't think it did that. I feel like it's largely a pretty light in tone with some obvious fuck-ups. Like, uh, that scene with the hobo stuff shouldn't be in there at all. I, but- again... So l- let me ask you this: Do you guys not like it because of the darkness, or because you don't like that she's attacking I don't, homeless people? I think that murdering homeless people okay. is yeah, out it's, of you, yeah. It's yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, it, it's too it didn't need to be that dude's teeth. Right, okay, you know, you yeah. could have okay. stolen so someone's is, jewelry or something. I love. Uh, and you're right. You're probably right in like objectively that that's too dark. The idea that the bad guy in the superhero movie has to scrounge around stealing people's teeth. Right, no, no, yeah. Is Con- hilarious to no, me. Luke, Luke, Con- I agree that conceptually it's fantastic. It's the execution I didn't like. Yeah. Sure. Right. And that's that Luke, that's why I like so much when she just eats that necklace. Right. Like, like that's I'm uncomfortable hilarious. about it on the level that uh sort of insensitive to homeless people. That but kid. on the level of this bad guy is just a desiccated corpse ripping out people's teeth, I'm kind of on board with that. But, yeah, but, but what maybe else? they could have even like spun that angle if they tried to play it more comedically. Well, if they would have That's made cutting with thought, if they would have made Coles, Grody yeah. Rita like more latter day Lord Zed esque in her behavior, it would have <laughs> offset yeah. the darkness of it quite so, a bit. So the last thing I'll say, anyway, to to kind of finish that thought, I I, I think largely that it was fun for me, and that's kind of mm. all I wanted. Okay, ending thoughts. Power Rangers is the most 5 out of 10 movie I've watched in my entire life. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay uh, let's Actual see, let's just go down. Thoughts. Yeah, please Joel? Visit, please visit your local Krispy Kreme. Simon. <laughs> Don't, donut is really good, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. donut. Luke. That's it. Uh, better than I thought it would be, but still pretty bad. Mike. Uh, I also enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but I don't intend to see it again. Okay, and and me, because it's my podcast and I get the final say, I thought it was great. Go watch it. Power Friendship. Zordon. Blah, blah, blah. blah. May the power protect you always. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> I love that you brought donuts for this. <laughs> <laughs>